0: 933 WMMR, audio on demand, presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. Today is Tuesday,
1: March 19th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, a Newcastle County, Delaware woman is accused of faking her own abduction. Police say 40-year-old Danette Hurt told her boyfriend she had been kidnapped in Delaware City on March 9th. Her boyfriend called 911. And several police agencies joined in on the search. She was found about 90 miles later behind Appaquinamink High School. She allegedly told police she was taken against her will as she left a restaurant. As the investigation continued, police say they determined the story was fake uh, and that she <laughs> was faking her own abduction. Heard is now facing charges for filing a false report. No word on why she would fake her own abduction. That's bizarre. Yeah, very bizarre. Police in Montgomery County are cracking down on aggressive drivers from texting to tailgating, from swerving to speeding. Police are watching for aggressive drivers on the roads. More than a dozen drivers got pulled over yesterday and ticketed along Route 202. Upper Marion Police were among dozens of other Philly area departments trying to reduce crashes and traffic deaths on state highways. Upper Marion Township Police Lieutenant Jeff Maurer says, we are looking for aggressive drivers, speeding, texting and driving, failure to signal, speeding Dang. through work zones and bus stops. Huh. Police in 64 Philly area jurisdictions are taking part.
3: Yeah, I would love to know, uh, you know, to get behind the mind of somebody who finds the need to swerve in and out of traffic when, when traffic is... Uh, like, You're not it, going it's,
2: anywhere. You're not going right? anywhere fast. I think
4: <laughs> it is an expression. It is some way of channeling other anger or something they have in the day because... So many, ninety nine percent of the time, this person who's weaving and dodging and and on your ass, you're right next to him at the stoplight. Right, yeah. it doesn't matter. <laughs> hey. They don't get any further for all their aggressive driving. I I believe
1: that there is a personality type that, with, and and some people are are just a hole drivers. That's all there is to it. But some people um almost feel as if they are in a race and have to be going I be think you right i think you're right, you think I mean? you're right and
4: impressed and this would this would be the person like who before the light turns green starts driving through the yeah. intersection yeah. this would be the person who darts right to get around stop signs yeah. they've got it figured out that the entire road system. is a big game of Tetris. Right. I've
1: recently, now, we have we have a luxury because of the time that we drive. Yes. You get up super duper early. One of the good things is you don't have traffic to deal with. And within, like, the past two weeks, you know what I've been doing? I've been putting on my cruise control. <laughs> oh, no kidding. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm almost like Forrest Gump. You know, one last thing. I, right. I just don't have to worry about that right, anymore. Right, I stick yeah. it on the, on the speed that I want, and that's just, I don't have to think
4: about it Oh, anymore. but
2: we've got weavers and swervers this early in the morning. Sure. Well, oh, my
4: God, yes. There's a whole other series of things to worry about. You're, who's coming back from a bar? Who's but why are you yeah. out all night? Yeah. I'm always. I'm, I'm sure the people in the car next to me are like, who's this? What's who's gone this with this dude? story? Right. And I'm looking at them. Who are these people?
3: But I'm sort of an in-between, you know? Like, if, if there is an open road, I, you know, like to go a little bit faster. I've seen you than, drive. Than you than drive normal. fast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I'm not an aggressive driver. I don't go up on people's asses. I don't weave in and out. But when I'm coming, like, let's say I go down City Line Avenue and the speed limit is 35, and you got two people driving right next to each other Come on. at, at thirty five miles per hour. Yeah. Like, and I'm, be aware I'm, of your surroundings.
1: I'm glad they're, you know, at least in that area, cracking down a little bit, especially with the people on their phone I, It is so wild How many times a day I see people just literally Holding it up Right in front of their face How long has well, that can, been a crime? driving along How long has it been? Uh, that is so obvious It's so obvious You, you,
2: you no. can tell I was on the Blue Route yesterday I was following somebody And they were going Like a little bit slower Than you know They probably should have been And like not swerving Out of their lane But kind of swerving In their lane And sure yeah. enough When I pulled up next to him the Guy had a cell phone out But mm-hmm. you can tell yeah. I saw
4: some guy Riding on a typewriter It was just a crazy thing. What? Goodness, What? What is this big Underwood typewriter? Right. Yeah. It's just crazy having to manually move the manually carriage. Manually moving the carriage, hitting the blinker.
5: Yeah.
2: So <laughs> last <laughs> year, last year more than fifty thousand tickets were issued during this crackdown, and they're back out, back at it uh, again. Apple. No,
5: sorry, I was a little
1: late with that. That's <laughs> no, right. I mean, you should have this playing yeah. in your car if you're going to text when you're driving. <laughs> Yes, it's, a it's news- difficult. It's, it's dangerous. Okay. <laughs> okay. Don't type and drive.
2: Apple is rolling out a new version of its iPad. The company says the new iPad Air is thinner and slightly larger than its current entry level model. The new- this
4: is great news for me, Kathy, because I just bought one.
2: <laughs> wait! You just bought one, and now I just they bought releases? the Pro, and they're releasing uh, this
4: one. Yeah, okay, but that's but that's up, the game you the... play with tech all the time, anyways. So.
2: Yeah, but the the Pro is still a better device.
4: There we go. Right? You know, you I just... win. We
1: still have the Generation One. My my daughter uses it. It's totally
2: fine. Yeah. They, do you have the the mini or the regular
6: iPad? Just the original first one that came yeah, out. It didn't I don't come know in a mini. Yeah, yeah. Steve, uh, does it bug you when you get uh, when something new comes out and you already have the older one? No, actually, this one was yeah. to
4: replace the one that blew up in England. So oh. I, I, you know, I, I I needed it for the trip to it. It's not like it's bad tech. It's no, just not it's... the newest
6: thing. Yeah, R- I... R-
4: rule of thumb though, whenever you buy what you buy, if you can buy it, buy the best with the most storage because at least you'll have, it'll be the current model for another four days. Right. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah.
2: I still think you're better off, Steve, with what you purchased, but let's see. Okay, so the new device will have a screen that measures 10.5 inches diagonally compared to the standard 9.7-inch uh, iPad. The new model costs $499, while the smaller size will sell for 329 Now, Apple has a higher-end Pro model starting at $999. So well, that's what I got. That's man. what you got, yeah. yeah. The new iPad Air has several features found in older Pro models, but not the latest. For instance, the iPad Air has a home button with a fingerprint sensor while the latest Pro ditches that to make more room for the screen.
4: You know, you need to get for it. Preston Caroline is a good artist and yeah. uh, an iPad Pro with the new stylus and everything for for painting and drawing. Yeah. It's top level. Just $1000. Just $1000. Yeah. Maybe, maybe the sure Tooth Fairy. Yeah. <laughs> maybe <laughs> <laughs> what, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, Why that's, are all my bottom teeth missing? <laughs> she's got like three loose teeth right now. Wow. So. You yeah. extract all her lower teeth <laughs> while she's asleep. Apple is also
2: refreshing the 7.9 inch iPad mini for the first time in more than three years. That model will cost $399. Well,
4: also, there's news, and they, they're not sure whether this is it's a big rumor whether Apple will un, uh, introduce the uh, foldable phone.
2: Oh really? Yeah, back to we're is, going back. We're going yeah, back in time.
4: It's it's a it's what they are floating is a different sort of design than just the little shell that clips over where the ah. actual your actual iPhone basically would fold in half. Fold in half. Yeah, interesting. I interesting. like it that. Yeah.
2: yeah, I think I might like that too. Yeah. All right. We'll see in sports this morning. Ho-ho! Ho-ho!
1: The sacks are yummy. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Sixers who have won four straight games, are back in action tonight with a game in Charlotte against the Hornets. The Sixers are still in third place in the Eastern Conference, a game and a half ahead of the Indiana Pacers, and two and a half games up on the Boston Celtics, who both lost last night. The Sixers are also four and a half games behind the Toronto Raptors for second. Tip-off tonight is set for 7 o'clock. The Flyers will look to keep their slim playoff hopes alive tonight when they host one of the uh, teams ahead of them, the Montreal Canadiens. The only, with only ten games remaining in the regular season, the Flyers are three points behind the Canadiens and six Points back of the Columbus Blue Jackets, who have the final wild card spot in the Eastern Conference. Game time uh, for, is also set for seven o'clock tonight. At the end of last summer, the Phillies were in the middle of a nine-game losing streak when the team's former first baseman Carlos Santana and two teammates spent por- uh, said two teammates spent portions of the game against the Atlanta Braves playing video games in the clubhouse. Santana grabbed a bat, went back into the room at Citizens Bank Park where the gaming took God place.
7: Damn, yeah!
2: Pretty much, and smashed the the TV to make sure that there were uh, there would be no more Fortnite in the final two days of the season. Santana told ESPN, I see a couple of players play video games during the game. We come and lose too many games, and I feel like they weren't worried about it, weren't respecting their teammates or coaches or staff or front office. When discussing the incident with ESPN, Phil's manager Gabe Kapler said our clubhouse chemistry was great when we were winning. When we were losing and fading out of the playoff race, everyone was frustrated and searching for answers and that's what for me this morning
1: all right thank you very much kathy we welcome you to a tuesday with the president and steve show a reminder that we have a trip for four to the premiere of uh, the movie shazam in hollywood that's for our word of the week prize so don't miss out on that please we'd love to give that to you we have a couple of guests on the program uh, for the first time ever, we will have an emotional support alligator in our studio today. All the rage replacing the teacup poodle. I wonder if it's the world's <laughs> first emotional support alligator, but a guy named Joey Henny is going to be bringing Wally, the emotional support alligator, by yep. our studio this morning. So
4: did you read a little bit of the, the bio on this guy? He's I also a, not. a master craftsman, Yeah. built a, a 300-gallon tank for this thing. Okay. And uh, he loves this freaking loves gator, it, right? He,
2: like, hugs him and kisses yeah. him. Yeah. And, oh, my
4: God. God. Yeah. Oh, my God. All right, so
1: we'll meet uh, both Wally and Joey later on this morning. Uh, we also have from NBC10 stopping by uh, Rosemary Connors. Uh, With a cause that is close to Kathy's heart, it's Foster Care Phone Bank is taking place today. And families who are interested in learning more about providing foster care can certainly do that. So we'll find out what all is involved in that when uh, Rosemary stops by today. And tomorrow being the first day of spring, it's time for Rita's Water Ice to get in. Yes. So Rita's is coming by today. I'll double check and see if they have some uh, giveaways for you. They usually do. So, uh, yep. In fact, I just got word. So, we'll make sure that we give those away. And speaking of giveaways, anything that I can uh, give away right now? Um, yes. As or do a you matter- want me to wait?
3: Well, I don't. You know, it's your show. You do what you want. <laughs> your name sorry. is on the plaque oh, behind. You You know there. what? Why don't you mention this real quick? Okay. While oh I yeah. Figure yeah. Out what I want to give away. It's tattoo day. I was thinking the uh, the Alexis. Yeah, that's
1: what I was thinking yeah. too. Give Are away Alexis Texas. No, not so. Alexis Texas. Tickets to see Alexis Texas. Oh. But I want to remind you today is tattoo day as well, and I'll tell you how you can go about winning a free tattoo from the Preston and Steve show. Uh, but first, I want to give away some club escape passes, because Alexis Texas is in town this week. She'll be uh, at the Philadelphia location on Friday on Columbus Boulevard. Uh, let's take three callers, two one five two six three wmmr You have to be at least 21 years of age to enter. Uh, so this is going to be on Friday night. I don't have the time here, but we'll see if we can work. it. I think it's a,
4: a, an early bird special at the oh, 2 exactly. o'clock afternoon is show. It is?
1: Yeah, all right, <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Visit com for all the information on the three Clubrisque appearances this Thursday through Saturday. So we'll get you on board for that. Now, speaking of Tattoos Day, if you would like to win a $350 gift certificate for world-famous Philadelphia Eddie's tattoo to go get a Preston and Steve tattoo... Then text the word "tattoo" to three nine three three three. We will pick a random texter later on and give that away. And you will be headed to the world famous Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo Parlor at six twenty one South Fourth Street, on or in South Philly. And you can get tattooed by the area's top artists like Troy Temple. Uh, Troy is one of the best. You can uh, see his work on Instagram at Troy Temple or philadelphia at easttattoo.com. So there's all that for today. Let's take a break. Come back in a second. And stories from the world of entertainment as we begin this Tuesday, as well as the Stupid Question, more giveaways. We'll be back in a moment.
5: Stay with us. This 93.3
4: WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut, Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big-name brands,
6: they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
1: taking time for yourself isn't selfish it's self-care schedule a massage or facial at your local hand and stone massage and facial spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just 59.95 for first-time guests visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com.
3: this is the preston and
5: steve show podcast
1: Let's ask you a stupid question and see if you can win some tickets to see Dane Cook at the Met on Saturday, March 30th. So the question I have for you this morning is, what year was the first Bonnaroo Music Festival?
7: Mm-hmm. Ah. 215
1: two one five two six three wmmr You ever been in that case?
3: No, you know, and I really won't anymore. I okay. probably should have gone in the earlier days when it was more. Marissa went right? Yeah, yeah. it I was there as well. Bonnaroo yeah. was jam band, right? It used to be. Yeah. And now, I mean, some jam bands will play there, but it's more—it's it's far like more eclectic, yeah. It's just like the rest of them, right. which yeah. is fine. All right, so
1: I'll go through some birthdays while we're waiting for the answer. What year was the first Modern Music Festival? Uh, Bruce Willis'
4: birthday today on
1: March 19th. Uh, Bruce is celebrating his 64th birthday today.
4: And I uh, voted for him to play me in the uh, Doppelganger yep. MMR movie. That's right. And, and I finally got it through. I, was, I mean, Michael Chiklis, I'm fine with, but I was hoping for Bruce Willis. And there better. you go. Uh, 64, so one more year and he can
1: retire officially, right? Yeah. 65, reders is 64. 64 and a half. Honestly, Preston, I hope he's put some money away. Yeah, please. Hope he's put some money away. Uh, so happy birthday to Bruce.
4: Glenn Close. Everybody thought she was going to win an Oscar this year. That, was the, uh, that was the that was odds on favorite, but yeah. no. Yeah. Has she ever won? Uh yeah I well good that's question. a good question. No, she's been nominated.
6: She, she is the most nominated actress to never have won. I saw oh, that man. as a trivia right before the Oscars, and uh, yeah, she's never won. Steve. She's yet. like a Susan Lucci, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seven like times. Susan Lucci finally won. Yeah, she won. Uh, she was nominated for Garp, for Big Chill, The Natural, oh, Fatal Attraction. She's
4: excellent in Garp. She is. She is the the mother in Garp that you uh, is hyper and you simultaneously hate her and love her.
1: Yep, yep. Agreed.
4: And you know what else I liked? Trin was
1: um, Air Force One. She's the vice president. She has to oh, yeah. kind yes. of uh, assume control temporarily. Oh, Guardians. A Guardians of yeah. the Galaxy. She's great. Another, you know... Uh, Presidential yeah. character. Yeah. Uh, she is 72 today. Ursula Andress, God. Steve.
4: for Honey uh, Honey Rider, the uh, first Bond girl. Very first Bond girl with uh,
1: Dr. No. That's right. She's 83 today. Uh, Sirhan Sirhan, uh, the assassin of Robert F. Kennedy, uh, is 75 years old uh, last year. I read an article about the uh, the bus boy yes. at the hotel. And, uh, you know, he was there basically holding Robert Kennedy's head and trying to comfort him while he passed away. And he was just, uh, it, it, was a, it was a very interesting read. It, it haunted him his entire life. How would it not? It also, yeah.
4: there was also a peripheral story that goes with that, Preston. There were a number of people who, when they started to talk to survivors and people, you know, years and years after, a guy who happened to be in the hallway who thought, in his mind, if I had asked for yeah. an autograph, yep. if We're I had happen. delayed it a second, so there's like 50 people yep. who think if they had done something, they could have saved Robert Kennedy's life. Yep. Um,
1: great bass player, quite possibly the best ever. Billy Sheehan uh, is 66 years old today. Man, if you if you look up some videos of that guy, really, you can't believe. Even I know who he is. How yeah. amazing he is. Uh he's a Scientologist though. Is he? I, I pulled up an interview. Yeah, I found out he was a Scientologist and I pulled up an interview How to it Prepare Horseshoe it was, it was somebody uh who was essentially asking about Scientology and he really believes it and he's not on the he's just one of the followers. And his and, and I saw his sincere responses were like, Look, I it's just what I believe and, and I uh, I, and, and the reason that there's all the secrecy is, is we believe that if if you are told these things that it's dangerous for you because you don't follow what we follow. And he actually believes it.
4: And if if, if his life is good, and he's again, if whatever, As I don't long, think he's a
1: bad person. Yeah, but I think he's just one of
6: those that's kind of kind of brainwashed. There are a
4: few of them. There are but, a few of them in Hollywood. Like Kirstie yeah. Halley's one of those people. He joined.
6: Sheehan joined in 1971. So wow, so he's made it to this point,
1: lifelong. Uh, So he's 66. Amazing bass player. Oh, and look whose birthday it is today. It's Harvey Weinstein. Oh, my God! Yeah. Haven't
4: heard his name in the news in a, in a couple yeah. of weeks. He's fighting for his legal life. Yeah, what, absolutely. So,
2: I mean, what's happening? What is, like, the latest? Do we know? They said,
4: yeah, you know, it was a big mistake. Uh, go huh, sorry,
2: man. go ahead. I don't <laughs> I know <laughs> what the, late, a the hey, latest Hey, you
4: big slob. Come here, give me a hug. I'm not sure what the latest
1: is on his uh, uh, legal issues.
4: But there
2: is some sort of lawsuit still continuing. Multiple,
4: multiple. And, you know, he has a good defense team who's punching some holes and stuff. But he has so many. Uh, you know, allegations against him that it'll be a while before he ever gets out of this.
1: He's uh, 67 today.
4: All right, we'll see if uh,
1: somebody knows the answer to this question. What year was the first Bonnaroo Music Festival? And let's go to Diane. Hey, Diane. Hi. Hi, Diane. Do you know what year the first Bonnaroo Music Festival was?
8: 2002.
1: You are correct. Really? Wow, that... I did not
4: realize that. Yep.
1: Two thousand two. Did you think it had been around longer or I shorter? Yeah. I thought it was around longer, was around longer yeah. Yeah. too. Uh so Diane, hang on. We got a pair of tickets to see Dane Cook at the Met on Saturday, March 30th. Some tickets remain, go to ticketmaster.com. We're gonna begin with Amy Schumer. Uh Amy is getting personal in her new Netflix special called Amy Schumer Growing. Uh, according to multiple reports, 37-year-old talks uh, pregnancy and marriage and, in the process, reveals an interesting fact. Her husband, Chris Fisher, is on the autism spectrum.
4: So that's that's for real? Yeah. Huh. She tells
1: the Chicago crowd in the special, I knew from the beginning that my husband's brain was a little bit different than mine, and I have to start this over because I really want to get this right because I love him very much. She said, my husband was diagnosed with what used to be called Asperger's. He has autism spectrum disorder. He's on the spectrum, and there were signs early on. uh, Before telling the story about how her husband reacted abnormally to her falling down during a walk together, Uh, she goes into it and says nine out of ten people would go, oh, my God, are you okay? Uh, Maybe more like ten out of ten people. Instead, my husband kind of froze and became a lighthouse opening and closing his mouth. And I remember lying on the ground looking up at him, and I wasn't mad, and I just thought, huh, she says, And she said, there's a lot of huh moments, you know. Uh, Once he was diagnosed, she said, it dawned on me how funny it was because all of the characteristics that make it clear that he's on the spectrum are all of the reasons that I fell madly in love with him.
4: So was he was recently diagnosed?
1: Yeah, I guess so. Okay, wow. Uh, I guess he went most of his life and for some reason they said, let's check this out. But she said, that's the truth. He says whatever is on his mind. He keeps it so real. He doesn't care about social norms. Or what you'd expect him to say or do. If I say to him, like, uh, does this look like crap? He'll go, yeah, you have a lot of other clothes. Why don't you wear those? Uh, But he can also make me feel more beautiful than anyone who ever has in my whole life. And he can't lie. Isn't that a dream man, she says. Uh, So her Netflix special comes out today, by the way. I think I want to see that. I do, too. So uh, very interesting. So Amy Schumer growing. And kudos to her. Is available. Yep. On that. Paris Jackson is being encouraged by people very close to her to go to rehab, but she's resisting, according to TMZ. Sources familiar with the situation uh, say those close to Paris suggest rehab after what law enforcement says was a suicide attempt over the weekend, landing her in the hospital. Uh, The attempting suicide, uh, TMZ is told, shows some serious underlying problems. They say Paris is dealing with... With all sorts of emotional issues as well as substance abuse issues, a source says that her team uh, had help ready to spring into action on Sunday, but she refused. Now, this is according to TMZ. I'm not going to report this as, you know,
9: absolute certainty. But they,
1: they said she slit her wrist. I haven't heard anything else. And was rushed to a hospital early Saturday morning where she was placed on a temporary 5150 hold. Uh, TMZ was told she's been distraught ever since Leaving Neverland began airing. So that's according to TMZ. That's the only time I've heard anything
4: mentioned about this. So
10: take it, with a, uh, take it with a grain said, of salt. No,
4: no, no. Yeah, I think more sources or new sources would have picked up on
1: that. As to why uh, Paris was released just hours after she was hospitalized, sources say that she was told the hospital that had admitted her That her lawyers were taking her to UCLA Medical Center and the hospital let her go with the attorneys, but she never ended up at UCLA.
4: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, Paris is almost 21. She's an adult, and therefore the decision to check into rehab is hers and hers alone.
4: You know who you're not hearing about? Just in general, uh, the son. Prince. Blanket. Blanket, yeah. Is, uh, is that Prince and blanket? There's blank. two of them. Yeah, right? Prince yeah. and blanket. Prince
1: and blanket. Uh, there
4: were three kids. Just throw pillow, so. Prince, blanket. Yeah. Okay, and, and I think vase
1: uh, and bidet and bidet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no. Uh, I my, approve of that one. Michael Jackson was, uh, by the way, sexually attracted to women. Goddamn right. According to his former bodyguard, who says that he and the King of Pop shared lots of locker room talk. I oh, I'm so horny. Uh, I could
10: really go for some. Crotch opening that women have. <laughs> <laughs> Cr-
1: crotch opening that women have. I'm
10: so horny. You don't for, remember
1: the name? It's that funny.
10: hole that the women oh, have Jesus. down there that's got the hair on it. I'm um, oh. man. I needs me some. Oh my god. Sort of it's like a hole. That's, uh. It looks like like purse dips with, oh, my god. with like fur or something. I needs me some. <laughs> I really need some. What is that? It's like it's like a line. It almost looks like a cut. But like with an extra layer of cut around it. You know what I'm saying?
3: Kind of looks like a hatchet one. Like bit. a
10: little bit. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yes. Okay. Exactly. You need something yeah, that. Yeah. With like a little right. hawk on top of it. A little what? And there's a little, I don't know. Is it like a Mentos at the top? Oh. <laughs>
3: like a Tic Tac. Like a Tic Tac. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mentos would be yeah. pretty big. Oh, it needs me some. <laughs> Maybe a weightlifter.
10: <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I need it now. Bad.
1: <laughs> like that. Bill Whitfield. Yeah. Michael's ex-security guard for two years who wrote a book about it. boy,
10: let's talk bitches.
1: About his time, <laughs> About his time when Michael insisted in a new interview on a podcast called Hidden Truth Show... That his client was absolutely heterosexual, saying that they discussed ladies plenty of times.
10: Oh, man. Specifically. You flip them over and oh. there's that part where the comes back. Oh,
1: Specifically, Bill says they talked about women that Michael found very attractive during long drives that they'd take together. Bill even gets into a short story about a college girl they approached in the street once, adding that a bashful Michael copped her number... And talk to her at least twice. Um, Yeah, like Michael would just walk up to some random person in the road. Got
10: Gigi's. Uh, She's right near an old boys' school.
1: uh, But uh, was it just talk or did Michael actually hook up with any women on Bill's watch? Bill says Mm -hmm. that he isn't going to put Michael's private sex life out there. Don't worry. But he assures that MJ did spend time with women privately, leaving it at that. If you watch
4: Leaving Neverland, they make a compelling case, however, whatever you believe, that Michael was uh, as devious and complex as to um, make sure he had deflections like this. Mm-hmm. So people would th- would think this stuff, you know?
1: Uh, the interview comes on the heels of the allegations made by Wade Robson and James Safechuck in the Leaving Neverland documentary, which all but suggests that Michael would exclusively pray. And, uh, I need me some badger, beaver, beaver. On Young <laughs> male This is him describing breasts.
3: No. It, it's it, not working. It would be great if it worked. Though, okay. Brand new, no, whatever. It's a line from 40-year-old. It's bird, like it's sand. Sand. Oh,
10: man. It's like <laughs> It's like, sand. It's like, 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 like uh, like points on them, uh. like uh, erasers. <laughs> and then you go down t- 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 where uh, where the pee-pee would be. There's the, It's like a start like where you would put mail.
1: Okay. uh, Like where you put mail? Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, Bill claims that... Uh, oh, I need it. Bill claims that he knows that it's not true about the young male victims. Uh, as you might know, Thank Michael... Thank you, Bill. Michael was once married to Lisa Mary Presley and had two kids with his second bride, Debbie Rowe. His third kid, Blanket was conceived via a surrogate. Thanks
10: thanks, bro. Thanks for sticking. By the way, how are your sons?
1: Uh part two of the interview with Bill will be dropping soon. So we'll see if there's any more revealed than that. All right. Yeah. Uh Dwayne Rock Johnson. Is yeah, man. Celebrated the world He's over a bro. for his strength. So it's uh, not a shock that the 1st Armored Division at Fort Bliss decided to name a tank after him. That would be so cool. They announced the move in a tweet. It said, If you smell what America's tank division is cooking, shout out to the Iron Soldiers assigned to the Black Hawk Squadron for naming one of their tanks in homage of the Rock. Hopefully, the People's Champ will see it and give you guys a shout out and a retweet, is what they posted. And then on Friday. He gave him a shout out on an Instagram. He wrote, "I'm sending a salute, of respect and gratitude to the Black Hawk Squadron, First Armored Division, for the honor of naming their tank the most advanced in the world, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, heavy duty, badass, sexy <laughs> AF, and built to take care of business. But most importantly, thank you all for your service. Grateful to the bone.
4: Have you ever been inside a tank? Or no, inside no, of a tank? I would love to. I've been in a submarine. I've I been know. in a couple of things, but a tank. Dude. I would love that. I'd love to be in a tank that was moving." Uh, Fort Dix, are you listening? Yes. <laughs> Any tank rides
3: available? How about an invite? Yeah. Pretty cool. Where were you in a sub at? Um,
1: a couple of them. Yeah, yeah. So, there's, uh, there was one, uh, where was that? Baltimore? No, it wasn't Baltimore. Maybe St. Louis used to have one, but it was one of those old
6: decommissioned ones, really yeah. kind of small that you could tour.
1: Didn't there used to be one, uh...
6: There was one the here, yeah, yeah, but I think I went to the one in the Inner Harbor. Uh, Is it the Bakuna? Bol- Is that the name of it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, but there was there was on the, one on the on the Delaware. Delaware, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but so, I never went
1: in
3: that one. The New Jersey used to be on the Philadelphia side, right? No, no. Oh, all right, So no, when it came up the river, <laughs> they they docked it right where. It remember, currently... case?
4: we uh, we actually we went out there. Did you go out there with us? Yeah, where? we were, we were in a speedboat with some listeners. Yeah, no, I didn't. I, I
3: actually have a okay. picture of that, by the way. I came across pictures of that. Yeah, it was
4: coming down the River Preston. That was
3: a blast. I yeah, see that, cool. that thing underway. Yep, they well, towed it. Was it,
4: it underway? Or they were towing
3: it, yeah. Well, what ship was on the Philadelphia side for a, a hot minute? Because I was in that one. Oh, 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 oh. oh, oh. Yes,
1: we went. It was like a uh it was It was um, a battleship, right? No, it
3: wasn't a battleship.
1: It was like a frigate or something like that, smaller than a frigate. frigate. Uh and we did go down and tour it. They were they were stationed and they invited us to come and that was pretty damn cool too. Uh but it wasn't uh it wasn't a submarine. All right, anyhow, uh, Anywho. as of money, as of Monday, the image received 2 million plus likes and thousands of comments, by the way. Former Disney, uh, Disney star, this follow-up story, uh, Kyle Massey is vehemently denying allegations he sent sexually explicit photos to a 13-year-old girl, claiming the the, uh, the lawsuit against him is a clear and simple case of extortion. Mm-hmm. Uh, the That So Raven star is being sued by a teenage girl who claims she, he sent her images of his uh, anatomy along with sexually explicit text messages. She's suing for $1.5 million dollars. His lawyer, Lee Hutton, tells TMZ, his client, couldn't be clearer. No child should ever be exposed to sexual explicit materials. And I unequivocally and categorically deny all alleged misconduct. Uh, Kyle says that it's uh, just a money grab. He claims earlier this year that accusers... Legal team demanded $1.5 threatening to go public to destroy his career if he did not comply. He says his client uh, told the accuser to, quote, pound sand.
4: Mm, I like that. <laughs> pound sand.
1: So, uh-huh. Uh huh.
4: So, I don't know. He's I, denying it all. He's definitely very vigorously, you know, yep. denying it.
1: Chloe mm-hmm. uh, Kardashian is clearing rumors up that she's unhappy with her ex boyfriend, Tristan Thompson's parenting style. Of course, they famously split when he got busted cheating on her. Uh, he, she hit up Twitter in the wake of reports that she's quote, extremely upset with Tristan. And this is all I have. She just wrote, he is a good dad to her. That's basically it. My sweet and special baby true will never be put in the middle
4: of him and I, I can promise that. Here's, here's her typing on the keyboard. (laughs) Um, Someone has sent a uh, a text, out, a tweet out to her saying that she's, uh, you know, don't let him get to her and, and blah, 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 blah. Right, 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 and right. while she sort of, you know, uh, said thank you for your kindness, yep. uh, regardless of that, regardless of the cheating, he is a good dad. Right. I don't believe that, but she's saying it. Hmm.
3: You don't believe he's a good dad? Uh, uh,
4: you know, do you, he's around. Do you, do you think? He, yeah. Yeah. I have no idea.
3: Well, it's it's tough. For a couple of different reasons, you know, and and I'm not judging anybody's parenting style whatsoever, but A, he is in the NBA, so he's not around That's all what I'm that thinking. much to yeah. begin with. Not that you couldn't be in the NBA,
4: but someone who has proven themselves, mm-hmm. well, when she was in, then, in the hospital, she's giving birth, right. wasn't he with two tub girls? Right.
1: I don't know. Uh, speaking of tubs, Mama June. Uh, maybe facing uh, a hell of a segue. I'm always looking for one. Segue. always looking
7: for uh,
1: maybe facing hard. Thank you, thank you very much, King of the segues. Uh, Mama June may be facing hard time after getting arrested for crack cocaine. The Blast reports. What's she uh, looking at? Uh, officials in Alabama are telling the Blast that uh, she was arrested after an alleged domestic dispute between Mama June and boyfriend Gino Doke. Uh, she's facing felony possession of a controlled substance, which may entail one year behind bars. Uh, a date for her arraignment has not yet been set. So. This
4: Gino Doke makes yeah. Joey Butta oh God! look like <laughs> I David Niven. <laughs> You're right. Uh, I mean, just, you know, exactly what you would expect. And her, in her current weight loss stage, has what appears to be a a neck vagina. Okay, yeah. Yeah, you're right. So this fun. is before she lost the weight, but it, there is a bizarre... Michael, find that oh hot? Oh,
10: God, it's awesome. <laughs> it's like a... You know, ladies, it's like an opening. It's, it's like, a fold. And they got one on their necks, apparently. Right. <laughs> you know, if they just want to weep it out.
1: So anyhow, we'll follow this story. Oh, man. Uh <laughs> Another day... Neck vagina. Um, another
10: <laughs> You got a neck opening. <laughs> Tricky out of me, Blood. Shaman. Shaman.
1: Another day, another development in the epic college admission scandal. Oh,
4: I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the Netflix special on all this.
1: The latest has Lori Laughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade, failing to even fill out her own application to the <laughs> University of Southern oh, California.
3: Man. What's my name, Mom? <laughs> you know what? That's. Um... It's Olivia. Oh, yeah. That's kind of a standard thing. People don't fill out their own applications. What? Yeah. That was
2: like the first... You know, first step in the door was yeah. get filling out your application. I out mine. I, mm-hmm. I remember my mom telling me, you know, because you'd have to uh, send away for them and and get them in the mail,
3: and we would wait for them. You had to, them to pay them. to submit it. You had to
2: pay to submit it. Oh, absolutely. You had
3: to pay to submit it. But I, I, you know, it's funny. I was who scared. filled out yours? Uh, I, you know what? I don't know. Okay. I say there is a great chance that my mom filled it out for me. There's another great chance that she wrote the essay for me. I don't even. know. <laughs> well, um, yeah. It's a pleasure it's... to meet you, cutie pie snow. <laughs>
2: I remember my essay was terrible, and they were basically like, "Yeah, no, your writing stinks. So uh, you oh. you need to come to college to learn how to write."
1: I would. I, I know that I will be along the lines of, uh, "You are moving to an into adulthood, and it is time to do things like this for yourself." Sure. So you know what I mean? Yeah,
7: yeah absolutely.
2: Yeah,
10: you're going to college.
2: That's how my parents positioned it. It was, you know, you needed to to do this and get yourself into college.
10: Dad, uh, could you write it for me? People report now, once I
2: got there i had somebody do my project of course you did yes i mean it, you know once you're in <laughs> professor
4: smithers i don't
1: know how to do it. shut up uh people <laughs> reports that uh court documents show that laughlin admitted in emails that jade didn't fill out her applications uh jade who has lost out on several high-profile modeling contracts in the wake of the scandal is reportedly withdrawing from
4: I, the school Preston, i wonder if while she was in college, she just thought her parents put her in a different room. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah.
10: Uh, did you adopt a whole bunch of kids? Uh, <laughs> You're in college now. Um,
4: uh, I wondered what Usk was. Uh, I don't know if
1: you guys saw this yesterday or not, but Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio gave uh, fans a glimpse of the new project Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, it's just a poster. I like it. Yeah, it looks pretty cool. Uh, the pair is the star in uh, Quentin Tarantino's take on the 1969. Uh, or in on 1969 Hollywood during the uh, Manson era I don't think they quite look 1969 I'm thinking 70s they look they almost look current I mean the hairstyles and they look too you know what I mean well he's like wearing the late the late 60s and early 70s were you know, it was, everybody looked bad, I think, fashion-wise. Yeah. Right, right, right. He's wearing a yeah, champion right. spark
4: plug Brad Pitt is uh, yeah, shirt. shirt
1: on top of DiCaprio it. DiCaprio
4: yeah. is wearing what I would classify as sort of a disco-looking leather jacket. Yeah, maybe. Uh,
1: but anyhow, uh, the film is going to be opening in July from uh, Quentin Tarantino, <laughs> and this will be uh, the last appearance from... Um, Nine uh, oh two
4: and oh oh from Perry. Uh, Luke Perry, Luke Perry yeah. yeah. So so Preston, just uh, on a on a tangent here. Uh, yeah, the uh, those leather jackets, those disco leather jackets. I went to college. I went to a college with a guy who clearly was mob connected, and so one day he shows up. and goes, "I got some jackets in my trunk." Oh, really? And yeah. there were about
10: a
3: hundred. <laughs> yeah. Of those they leather jacket, you fell off yeah. a truck, right? Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah. It's
10: like I found them in a field. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Hey, Steve, maybe you know this because he was um, Leonardo DiCaprio ended up on my Twitter feed yesterday. Okay, and it was a, it was I guess a story had come out about how he was banging somebody, some sort of model, but left his Apple AirPods in. And so somebody was commenting on that and saying, like, if this story about Leonardo was true, I hadn't heard this. He, so he was having sex, but left his eye, left li- his earpods in. And, in.
7: <laughs>
4: and they were like, "You're, you're
3: getting there, <laughs> yeah. Earpods are in all the time, yeah, yeah. yeah. all
7: the
1: time, yeah. yeah. Well, no, no,
3: AirPods. The yeah. the, the jobbers, the they actually." They stay in better than AirPods. AirPods would just fall right out. They'd fall
4: right out. Any kind of movement.
1: Uh, Speaking of jackets, as we were just a moment ago, winter is still coming, at least, to a John Vervatos store near you in anticipation of the final season of Game of Thrones, which premieres April 14th. Luxury menswear designer Vervatos... Has launched a new eleven-piece capsule
4: collection of pieces inspired by the Swan Song of HBO's hit show. Are you going to get any sort? of... I mean, no, I know you have some collectibles, but like Sideshow, that makes a lot of the stuff that I collect, has some really good Game of Thrones stuff. I don't. I'm I'm not
1: a, a action figure or guy, but toys I, are fun. I, yeah. But I have considered, you know, I mean, I have some shirts and things like yeah. that, and um, you know, and and I like I like props like swords and stuff like that. Yeah. So oh, they have I'll, stuff like
4: that. Yeah. Or, or the um, the dragon eggs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah, yeah. I used to have. I did have a couple of those dragons. I might still have one. Uh, but about half of the line is comprised of rugged armor-like pieces of for the wannabe John Snow. Uh, think hand-painted leather jackets, which top out at about twenty-seven hundred dollars. Or distressed henleys and trousers in cool shades of gray. A range of more wallet-friendly uh, graphic tees are at about ninety-eight bucks a pop, <laughs> uh,
6: and uh, there are more obvious Game of Thrones references sprinkled in and around. I think something you would enjoy, Preston, is uh, you know going to places in Iceland where they were shooting it, and yeah. you know, and I don't know where else. And I think Northern Ireland yep. uh, or parts of Ireland had a lot of the uh, sets.
4: Claire was at uh, my wife was. I forget exactly where she was. It was Portugal. Uh, Did she go to Portugal? Uh, give me some other locations because I there's... think they shot some in the Azores.
6: Like they are the, the I would love to be the uh, set or what is it the the scout location. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. so, so Nick, wherever
4: <laughs> wherever she was, there were three castle ish locations. Okay. that Game of Thrones either used or took the images of to CGI or whatever. So yeah,
1: they they film all over the world and it's uh, mm. it's pretty awesome. Jordan Peele has long spoken of the key role that music plays in his work, particularly in his new film, Us, and the film-music connection more generally. Uh, Jordan, this is according to Universal EVP of Digital Marketing, uh, Doug Neal. He said, Jordan has such a visionary approach... To the interplay between music and film, celebrating his voice and vision on Spotify, which reflects culture through every stream, made perfect sense as we looked to build excitement around the release of this incredible film. (laughs) So beginning uh, March 18th, the Oscar winner uh, took over the Spotify TV and Movies Hub with a one hour and 50 minute playlist. So it, it runs through theatrical releases. Of Us, Uh, I'm sorry, the playlist will run through the theatrical release of Us. So I guess this is music he's using in that movie. In the movie?
4: movie. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, in fact, in the trailer, they're showing the trailer right now, they're singing a song, the family in the car. This, I think right now, Preston and Rotten Tomatoes is at 100%. Oh, my God. I think he's got another Get Out. Which, that one was at 100%, if you remember as well. I mean, this is his calling. Yeah, he
1: really, I mean, you know, especially a guy who's mainly known as comedy, Yeah, uh, to go down and have success in this genre and this suspense and, and horror genre is pretty impressive. When he
4: was here in the studio, we started talking horror movies. This was before Get Out came out, and we were geeking out on all these different movies. I mean, he, 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 he loves, that's why he's doing the Twilight Zone. He yeah. loves this stuff.
3: Yep, exactly.
4: Um, is... Is our system working?
3: I don't think so. What's have? going on here? Uh, okay. Well, Marissa was sending these things over to uh, our, our audio editor. editor. By the way, for me to interrupt for just a moment is
1: uh, is not really working. So normally, like the clips and so forth aren't coming up. Uh, so we We're
4: might gonna... we might have a clipless now, entertainment report. I do have some clips if you need them, Preston. You just uh, I'll play a clip and then you can say whatever you have pertaining to the clip itself. I assume you have some copy. Uh, no, we,
3: we have clips. I just right. it's, You're just going to play them on the Zeta. Do you have Miley monster.
4: Cyrus breaking down? Oh, no, not attribute... that
3: clip. I, yeah, thought see, you I was like... going to play a different
1: audio clip, and I was going to get to the actual clips, but don't Should worry about short. It is? Yeah. Okay, all right. then oh, no! There you go. That's her breaking no! down. No! You're gonna... no! uh, how about we go to this story, and then, then I'll see if we can get to that. Following okay. the death of Love Island's Mike Balasatis, uh, or Thalassitis, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name, uh, British health minister Matt Hancock is calling for broadcasters and media producers to do more to support the mental health of reality TV contestants. It is a crisis. Uh, <laughs> Thalassitis uh, died over the weekend, and it's just the latest reality uh, star to
4: reportedly die by suicide. How many more reality stars are we going to lose to mental illness? Well, yeah. I
3: mean, what sucks about it your TV star... You don't have any money. So, like, fame without money has got to be very, very difficult. Well, the minister said,
1: I am uh, very worried about the sport for mental health for contestants on TV, uh, reality TV shows. The sudden exposure to massive fame, I suppose, can have significant impacts on people. And I think that it is a duty on any organization that is uh, putting people in the position of making them famous overnight that they should also look after them afterwards.
4: And hey, first, uh, Parliament, who shall take care of Honey Boo Boo?
1: Um, it's... He said, I think that uh, people...
4: Who shall help Scott Disick in times of trouble? <laughs> uh, he said, I think that uh, people need to... Bethany Frankel, Lisa Vanderpump.
1: <laughs> Take responsibility for their duties to people's welfare. Caitlin! Very seriously. Okay. Uh, can we play the Miley Cyrus clip? It is
3: not over
4: yet. Breaking down during a tribute to uh, a late voice singer? Yeah, this was, oh. I guess, when Miley Cyrus was like a coach on the
3: show for a little bit. Okay. And uh, we don't have the clip. And we the don't cl- have the clip. The no. uh, Unfortunately, I mean, it's just not... Okay. Oh, wait, yeah, we do have it. I'm okay. sorry. It just takes a little while for things to come over. So uh, I got you. All the clips that you guys want for today are over now officially.
11: Yay! Right, here we go. I just want to clear up a rumor. I was never her coach. Ever. She was always mine. I learned more from her than anyone that I've ever gotten the honor to be in the room with. Not just vocally. I should have gotten more lessons than I did. But she taught me everything that I know about love. Oh. I had planned on singing a song for her, but just losing her is just too much for me. But I'll always be your sister. And I'm here for you, and I'm here for your family. And Janice, I'll miss you oh, more man. than I could ever do. definitely
1: did. moved. Janice Freeman was
4: her, uh, her name. I, how did she die? Blood I know, clot.
1: I know nothing hmm. about this.
4: Blood clot out of nowhere huh. killed her. And um, so she obviously impacted. You can see that obviously she's legitimately distraught there. But uh, yeah. it, it, it sort of rocked the voice. The show's huge, and um, apparently they became fast friends.
1: Yeah, she was on her team in season 13. Nick just pulled up, so she died from a uh, combined complications of lupus and a bronchial infection, it says here. So, wow, that's sad. All right, uh, I'm ready for the regular clips now. Last month, cast members of The Village, NBC's new show about the diverse residents of one New York City apartment building, stopped by the studio. Uh, It finally debuts tonight, and in this clip, producer and writer Mike Daniels explains what really draws the audience into the show.
12: Ultimately, people are here for you, you know, and I think it's a very diverse group age-wise, ethnicity-wise. If
3: people watch the show and realize, I want to live in that building with these people, and then realize that building really isn't different than my block or my building or my school.
1: Uh, The Village (laughs) premieres tonight, 10 o'clock, NBC. Next clip. The Act is a retelling of the Stranger Than Fiction true crime story that made headlines in 2015. When 24-year-old Gypsy Rose Blanchard murdered her overprotective mom, Dee Dee.
9: Wow. Uh, Oh, yeah.
1: I don't remember this. Uh, Here, Joey King envisions what it will be like for the real Gypsy Rose to watch the series from prison. Here we go.
2: I was thinking, like, what if if she sees it one day? Like, I think it'll be really, really hard for her to watch. Um, I think it'll be hard for some. I think it'll be hard for them to watch other people play them, number one. And also, like. This is like reliving your truth. Um, and so I can't even imagine what that would be like. Good
1: editing. I'd say the time uh, compression.
4: <laughs> yeah.
1: That's called a time compression. So. Dude, that sounds
2: disgusting.
1: <laughs> Ew. You
2: sound like me. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sounds like Nick yeah. eating. <laughs> oh, Nick's eating again.
4: Yeah, that's mine. <laughs> <laughs> let me on that. Me... Uh, Could you hook me up with this, too? The act. I'm afraid I'm missing out on the fallout. The act premieres <laughs> oh. <laughs> premieres today on Hulu. By the way, all right, and there you go. Do you remember? I think Preston. Yeah, to, to continue, but I think she yeah. was the the mother who was exploiting the the daughter, saying she had cancer when she did not. I think oh, this is the story that we're talking about. For a long time, oh yeah. my yes. god! Yeah, and yep. the daughter.
1: Played it off. Yes. Because she was raised that way. Right. And ended up killing her mother. That's the story. I believe that's that's the the story. That was really, really wild. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Bizarre on many, many levels. Wow. Okay, yeah. And she would would live in this wheelchair, even though she didn't need it. Had her head shaved
3: and the whole thing. So this is going to be on Who's Lou?
1: Who's Lou? Yes, that's on Who's Lou. <laughs> I
3: get
1: it. You got a rim shot for your Thank joke? You. No, I don't because okay. it was so
3: good it doesn't need a rim oh, it shot. It doesn't even
1: need it. How about that? All right, and there you go. Sales itself. That's show. what I have in entertainment this morning. Why don't we take a break because uh, we got to get ready for an alligator coming into our yeah. studio this morning. <laughs> Wally, the support, the emotional support alligator, <laughs> got to be the only one in the world, is going to be coming by this morning. His owner, uh, Joey's going to be bringing him. We're going to take a break and we'll be back in a moment. Stay with us.
12: Preston and Steve. On 93.3
1: WMMR. Interesting story from uh, the Phillies camp. We just got back from spring training, of course. Yes. So we spent a little time with uh, Gabe Kapler and some of the other members of the team. Uh, we didn't hear this story, though, uh, because it took place last season, late in the season. And, Nick, you're you're a little more savvy on the details, but apparently it was during a...
6: The, the last part of the season where it didn't really count. Well, they fell apart. I mean, the Phils were in first place in, in August, and then they lost nine straight. And so when any time that something like that happens, frustration happens in the locker room. And so there was this veteran player that we actually asked Matt Klentek on, uh, about on Friday. Matt Klentek's the general manager, and he said he was a great guy. They were sad to trade him. His name is Carlos Santana, mm-hmm. uh, not the rock star, yeah. uh, but the first baseman. And um, I think Carlos, who was this veteran pre- <clears throat> presence in the locker room, got really tired of little distractions that were happening and one of those distractions apparently was that uh, there were two guys who were playing Fortnite back in the uh, in the locker room during a game so, okay. so so they're in the middle of this losing streak Things aren't going well. They'd been in first place, and now it's looking like it's going to be a crappy end of the season, and he lost his mind. So there's a lot of guys on a baseball team, and you can kind of uh,
1: you know, linger in and out of the locker room if you're not playing at the time, I think, from the dugout to the locker room. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so and no indication as who these two guys were,
6: though, right? He said specifically he was not going to name names. Okay. But you've
3: got to assume that they're starting pitchers, right? Or or somebody who, who wasn't going to play. Well, uh. the thing the – thing, well, yeah, because – you know,
4: but who knows? We they, we don't know the names, but he's he he thought it was disrespectful to the yeah. fact that you, you're in this. You still mm-hmm. you still have to keep your mind in it. You're and working. they were distracted by this video game. So they're playing Fortnite. <laughs> yeah, which makes me
6: assume that they're young.
1: Uh, yeah, yeah. would think so. So Fortnite in the locker room. Uh, which I'm surprised they even have a, a game system set up in the locker room. Yeah. Is this from Fortnite? Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is like when the, the dancing, oh, they yeah. have, like, dance off. Yeah, yeah.
3: So I think this one is like uh...
1: Casey's doing almost like a running man type of move. Yeah. All right. Yeah.
3: They all have all sorts of different Fortnite dances. Right. And you S- can buy them.
1: So... So they're playing and and he
6: what I what I heard was he took a bat. He goes into the video room where they were playing. So they yeah. were using the video system where they, you know, they study tape and <sighs> learn about other players and pitchers uh-huh. and whatever else and he takes a bat. Back to the video room and uh, decides, no more Fortnite. Uh-huh. And smashes the televisions. Wow. At least three TVs. Wow. Yeah. So
4: you heard three TVs. I'd heard just the one, so three TVs makes it even cooler. Uh, yeah. Yes. And yeah. his quote, Steve, I think he
6: said something to the effect that uh, I, I took out multiple televisions. Now, Kapler
4: says he doesn't recall or had not heard of this happening, but yeah. he, he understands yeah. why this might have happened. Yeah,
1: I can... Uh... I can kind of understand that. Listen, I, I've been, I've ha- I can't think of specifics, but I know in my career in broadcasting that I've come in and, and when it's work time, and I've seen people when we've got a job to do, yeah, we're effing around. I've gotten that pissed off where I'm like, I can't believe you. You are kidding me. We're on the clock right now. We've got to get work done. We'll do that crap later on, but I I can't stand that. It,
4: it, it, it oh. drives me crazy, especially since, you know, when you do creative visualization, when you're in the moment, when you're psychologically, you know, people say, listen, we, you know, we 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 get where we fall in, in the pecking order. But mm-hmm. in, in the morning when you listen, you you hope you want us to be up and, and ready and, and ready to, to do what we do. Mm-hmm. And uh, anything that distracts from that or is, is a detraction uh, pisses me off as well. Yeah. So you can understand this here they are where they're they're you know I'm, everybody's i'm sure a lot of them are bonused for per win deals
3: and they he goes in and sees this going on it's like your mind isn't in the right place here right well i mean i've heard of this happening in, i mean in, in different ways in the world of baseball um it was just like a year or two ago where we were finding out that the pitchers were just drinking in the uh in the clubhouse because it was their day off and you know all right we're going we're going to duck back to the locker room and a uh, you know, slam yeah. a couple of beers or whatever, because I I'm not going to be playing anyway, so I don't see much of a difference here. It's like, well, I, I'm not really playing, right. but, yeah. but here's a different question: How about this?
1: Is it the fact that they were they were so bored with their professional career, in baseball during a game, or? Is that Fortnite is so damn addictive <laughs> that they couldn't stay away from it? Those I are two, both. two legit both. questions. You know, two legit questions. I have never played Fortnite. I do, I, I purposely I, I I didn't get caught up in it, and uh, and I'm not big into that type of game anyway. But there are some people that the draw is just way too much, and they can It's almost an addiction. Well, well um, <laughs> yeah.
4: I, I sent you over. Uh, yeah, there's a breakdown and there's stats on that sheet, Preston. Uh, how many people play Fortnite? Okay, two hundred million. Two hundred million people play Fortnite. Yeah, so there's all sorts of other facts. It, yeah, it it is a very addictive game. However, it, I've played. I've said to you, you've been a gamer for a long time, as have I. Mm-hmm. Uh, there there are games that are similar that I like better. So to me, it, it's it's an entry level, and one thing that is a big uh, attraction to it is that it allows some cross platform play. Okay, so that increases the size.
1: Here's uh, here's some stats for you. Peak number of Fortnite. Uh, concurrent players the most playing at one time was 10.7 million people
4: 10.7 <laughs> million people yeah uh
1: the in biggest the world
3: or in the country
1: uh i don't know i think in the country okay. yeah i'm not really sure uh then you have biggest month in the terms of fortnite player count was september 2018 there were 78.3 million players average amount of time a fortnite player spends with the game per week six to ten hours <laughs> 6 to 10 hours. Wow. Uh Fortnite revenue in 2018 2.4 billion dollars. Oh man. Uh, number of countries Fortnite topped the iTunes chart in 13. Uh, reported amount of Fortnite made in its uh, that it made in its first 3 days was 1.5 million dollars. So immediately it took right off. Uh let's see number of times Fortnite has been downloaded on the Nintendo Switch, 2 million. What else have we
6: arrived at? Been...
2: Is that the only place you can play it on Nintendo Switch?
6: No, no, no. Oh, you can play it on the Nintendo, Xbox. Well, there. these guys were playing it on TVs. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah so they was, and Steve, I read it was three uh, televisions that were touch interactive, uh, 86-inch TVs, <laughs> and as you would imagine, state-of-the-art, high def, the whole nine. Uh, I wonder if Carlos Santana was... Um, Financially responsible for the damage that he caused. He might very think, well. So. I'm sorry,
3: they're, they're playing it on. It wasn't a game system. It was on a TV app. No, no, no. He
1: means on a, on a TV monitor.
3: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Mer- and Kathy was asking about what game system it was on. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. The Switch, PlayStation, Xbox. Uh, there's there's a
4: couple of them. So, but it, again, what this does allow. There are some issues between PlayStation and Xbox, which is what you call cross platform playing. But uh, you can play other, you know, you can have a PlayStation and play somebody on a Nintendo Switch.
2: Is there, like, an app, too, for it? Yeah,
4: there are apps, yes.
2: That you could get on your phone? Yes. In fact, it
4: was
1: uh, iOS. There was a stat on here uh, that the number of times Fortnite has been downloaded on iOS, 82.6 million times.
3: (laughs) Right, so you can (laughs) play it on an iPhone. Yes, your phone. I guess, right? Because I thought for a while you can only play it on Samsung phones or... uh, Uh, so you can
2: literally play it everywhere. Yeah,
3: my son plays on his iPhone. On his This iPhone? is a, oh, yeah. a mind
4: blowing stat here Preston, at the bottom. Percentage of Fortnite players that are aged 18 to 24, 60%. Oh really? Yeah, so it's, okay. right, it's right in that sweet demo. Wow. I think
3: it's really neat. I you know, and I've played it a couple of times, and I, I'm just no good at those those games, so I don't get into it that way. But I I mean for for what it is, I think it's really, really cool. Like, you know, like my son is there in his living room. Hanging out with his friends. Let me ask you, and I know you've talked about this. Mm-hmm. Have you
4: ever entertained the notion of bringing a baseball bat into the living room? Because <laughs> uh, I know I know, no. we've talked about this, using yeah. it for discipline and all that stuff. You know, it's, I think it's a similar dynamic here. He
3: just got his privileges back uh, over the weekend.
4: I think fact,
2: I would bring a baseball bat in if uh, Jace was playing this game. Because he is the type of kid who, who wouldn't put it down. And okay. it would be okay. an, an argument and a fight. To put it away and turn it off, so I would absolutely take a baseball bat to the TV.
1: Yeah, I uh, sure. Let's let's hear your stories uh, when you when you've had to, to 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 go to great lengths to to end someone from playing Fortnite. I'm going to go to uh, Jake. Hi, Jake. You're on the air. Good morning.
12: Hey, how's it going? Um, yeah, so last year on a college football team I was playing on, we had an issue with guys right before practice. I mean, I mean, two minutes before practice would start, still trying to finish a game of Fortnite. <laughs> And this was uh, right before preseason, so luckily we kind of made a team rule. I mean, captains got involved. We had to say, you know, 15 minutes before our practice starts, no one's playing. Okay. Uh, and that was a big problem.
4: No kidding. So the the edict went down that nobody plays. What was that? They, they, so they, they he said the the edict came down. Nobody plays the game.
12: Yeah, I mean, nobody for practice at least. All right. we had a receiver who was um you know the offense is hard and before practice you should kind of look over stuff or stretching at least you know and he just didn't want to put it down so it was uh it was uh a team rule it worked out fine
1: yeah it, it, but you said it was it was met with a lot of resistance in the beginning huh
12: oh yeah people were kind of are you kidding me oh, i'm like no way but-
4: <laughs> yeah yeah okay. i can see that man thanks jack appreciate it man i wonder just in regular office when well, we talked about it we, we were talking about it the other day there's, uh, it's, he's been spotted. A guy comes to work. and The perception is he's coming to work early. sits in the parking lot for what appears to be like a half hour, an hour, mm-hmm. and plays Fortnite on his. Uh, <laughs> we believe it's Fortnite on on his mobile phone. And I thought,
3: uh, I, I thought he had a Nintendo Switch. Oh, is it a Switch? Like okay, yeah, maybe, maybe it could be. Yeah.
4: So
1: he's he, well, at least he's being you know, uh, at least he's being respectful of work and <laughs> right uh, before he goes in. Let me go to Mark. Hi, Mark. You're on the air. Good morning.
11: Um, ha- actually, this is Patty, Mark's wife. Okay. Um, Mark's oh. <laughs> okay. Um, he put me on because, um, I don't know, about eight, ten years ago, I took a sledgehammer to our TV. Oh. Um, Do you want to explain English, why? It, 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 yeah. Um, well, it was a very, it was a really huge TV with a big back to it. Yeah, like a big probably,
1: tr- Sony Trinitron, gigantic right, television. It yeah,
11: probably, yeah. yeah, probably weighed like three or four hundred pounds. I know
3: him well. Yeah.
11: Yeah, so um, so the kids were um, being very defiant about no TV time and all of that, and I just about had enough of it, and it was a really gaudy TV anyway. So um, in order to, I just wanted to really get it out of the family room, but I, I couldn't move it. So okay. I just, I, I wheeled in a big trash can mm-hmm. and um, took the sledgehammer and took it apart piece by piece with the sledgehammer.
4: Well, when you say take it apart piece by piece, that's, well, I, that almost you know, indicates an, an intricate sort of disassembly. <laughs> no, you bash uh, the F no, out of it.
11: No, not really. When I say piece by piece went into the trash can, because okay. I, I just had to keep. Hitting it and smashing it and hitting it and, and then I had to roll it out. It was so heavy. Um, the kitchen take it very well, but then, you know, <laughs> yeah. eventually at one point we got a flat screen okay. to replace it, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah, right. but not necessarily.
1: Appreciate it. Not necessarily video game oriented. No, but, just TV. But TV yeah. uh, all right, yeah, I can see it was that. was
11: just that whole too much TV thing. But, yeah, um, yeah are... it was kind of the same addiction. So I that
1: think, was yeah. uh, that was 10 years ago. And uh, yeah. wh- how, how are the kids doing now?
11: Um, I would say, you know what? They're really not that big of TV watchers. They're traumatized. So wonder why.
4: Yeah. 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 They're, yeah. they're emotionally <laughs> scarred. They're too busy. <laughs> Too busy on opioids. All right, thank you, Patty. Appreciate it.
2: But right, I can speak let's... on the other side of it. I know that you know everybody loves playing these games and kids love it especially. But it like it infuriates me. I rage out of control when it, when it gets to be too much and he won't put it down. And where I've had to, I mean, since he was little, I have limited it like big time. He does not play video games a lot, and I don't deprive him of it. He does have them and he can play. <laughs> but I think I get more mad. Than he does upset when he's got to put it away. You know what I mean? What do you,
4: are, do you? A. Do you have set times? And B. Do you use that screen time alert on the device?
2: I don't, I don't even
4: know. Okay, I, I, he hooks it up. I don't even know how to, I don't can, even how to hook it up. You can have it as a parent. You can go in and set an override that will stop it from working. But so that's we not do like a that.
2: time limit. We I will put like an actual timer. And when it goes off, and he's pretty good with that. When it goes right. off, he knows, okay, it's time to put it away.
3: Yeah, I don't think that really matters as far as like developing a game addiction or whatever you want to call it. You can put a timer on it all you want, but that does not... It, <laughs> The it limits, it limits, it. limits, it. It limits, limits time. their time. he has got to
2: go do something else now. It, well, it
3: limits the time. However, their desire to play more does not go away simply because the timer goes off. Uh, you know I know would just, I,
2: mean? I would disagree with that. No, he, I wouldn't. He, he would. He go. Well, at least in my case, I yeah. would disagree with that for sure. Mm.
1: All right, I want to go to uh, Alicia on line six. Hi, Alicia. Good morning.
8: Oh my God! Hey, bitches. Hey, what? <laughs> What's
1: up, Alicia?
8: I always wanted to say that to you guys. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> My husband has the brilliant idea of getting a second Xbox for my kids, which I wanted. I fought him on it. Mm-hmm. They have one in the basement and one we have like an upstairs living room. We have a weird setup. Okay. But they play together and we can hear them screaming at each other. Oh, from so, the so
1: hang on. He bought a separate one so he can play against the kids.
8: No, 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 so I have two boys, and so one plays in the basement and oh. one plays upstairs. And we can hear them scream because they kill each other, or
4: fight mm-hmm. each other so they yell at each other. so, yeah. oh my God. Alicia does do you wow. think it gets away from them a bit? Are does it does it uh could you see yourself picking up a bat at know. any point?
8: Oh, my God. So I've actually, like, we call them for dinner, and they're like, Mm -hmm. wait, I just have to finish this round. And it's, like, 15 minutes later. I've literally, I've taken their their consoles and hid them when they, you know, when they go to school. And then they come home. Well, they're only allowed to play on the weekends, too. But I've literally gone down to the circuit breaker and shut all the power.
4: (laughs) (laughs) You got to love it. You
8: got to love
3: it. No,
8: yeah, I'm
4: like you're done. <laughs> you're you're
3: I, killing the circuit. Yeah, I, I mean, like I, I try to be as cool as I can with it, right? So when I want him to stop playing, I understand he's in the middle of this this yeah. epic battle. I look at how many people are left in the fight. Okay, uh, shame is there's six, there's 30 people left. Like, if there's 90 people left, it's like, no, dude, turn it off. Where, you know, it's dinner time. But if yeah. there's, like, 30 left and he's got a good chance of, like, making it all the way to the end, I'm like, all right, at the end of this one, you know, it, it, it's time to go. Yeah, and man. I've taken the game away from him so many times that, like, I think he understands, dude, I'm going to take this away from you. And so you can either stop playing right now or you're not going to play for the rest of the month, you mm. know? And he's like, okay. Right. Um, and so now that kind of plays with his with his mind. And it's like, dude. If I have to answer, One day I will kill you. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. you see, you know. it's happened. It has happened. It has happened. It has happened. Yeah. But I had, uh, I had to take all of the controllers and I put them in a bag. And I, and I was, I told him I brought them to work with me, but I just, I hid them. But um, it was just one of those deals where I'm like, I, I just, I can't trust that you're not going to play this when I'm not here. Mm-hmm. So I got to take the, I got to take everything out.
4: Was there one thing? Was <laughs> there? I'm trying to think. Was there a comparable thing? For me, uh, growing up, that would be
3: of oh, the the addictive nature that video games can be. Probably when you first uh, figured out how to touch yourself, spank it. Yeah, that that was quick. Because <laughs> yeah. that one... I just
4: had to hide the towel. Oh,
3: <laughs> this thing is awesome. What about comic I mean... books? <laughs> mm.
2: you, yeah, you're not know, that I, addictive when no, you could put it down. Yeah, well, I, I, no.
4: because what happens is nothing had a built-in time. Like you, you know, you were you were playing, and, and there was. Uh, just a, it's like the Netflix when it when it, a Netflix show finishes off in five seconds another it's like it's, it's leading right. you through it and, and 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 egging you on to continue. I don't know if, what besides maybe if there was a movie that my parents wouldn't let me watch or something like that or or whatever mm-hmm. that was it. But I couldn't. There was nothing that they took away from me. I'd have to say cocaine. Cocaine. Oh, was yeah. Yeah.
7: Yeah.
1: I mean that's oh, pretty. Press- all you want is more. We're gonna take away your coke. Yeah, take away your coke. Yeah. Yeah.
6: That was sixth grade, right? <laughs> yeah. Six yeah, yeah Six you know or seven. What, I,
3: I think going outside was that thing. Uh yes. going outside. Like that if I was getting grounded. I lived outside. But if letting I was the inside was the thrill. <laughs> if I was getting grounded, I wasn't allowed outside. And now like the equivalent of getting grounded right now is not allowing you to do something inside. Now it's like, yeah, like go if you outside! To, if that's you had to true. stay
4: in, yeah. it was horrible. It's like a goddamn boomerang.
3: Yeah. Casey, that's true. It is a reversal. You
1: have to, you, you are hereby removed. Go outside! And,
4: outdoors. and go do things by yourself away
1: and, from us! You can't, no! You can't come in for five hours. Those words have
2: come out of my mouth. Go outside. Come now out is- of your room! <laughs> no! <laughs> I've
1: said things, I can't believe it. You know, when we've taken away screens and so on and I get the whole thing. I'm bored. I don't know what... What to do? You know what comes out of my mouth? Read.
6: Uh, did I? I
3: said
4: that. that? <laughs> Learn a, arts and crafts. Get some construction paper and do hand turkeys. Oh, you, Read something.
2: No, you know what I say? Do a science experiment. Oh.
3: Here are some matches. Read. We a, got some stuff in the garage. Hey, how about cracking open the Bible? <laughs> what the hell am I saying? I um I think my brother, my little brother, is really in for it because his kids are younger than his oldest is younger than my too young for Coke, too young for Coke, but not too young for Fortnite. And he literally has them playing. They have three different platforms, and they all play at the same time in the same house. I'm like, dude. You are in trouble, man. I mean, he's got he's got a man,
1: your brother's cooler than you. Yeah, way
3: cooler. <laughs> no, I don't think he's cooler. I know I'm he kidding. He wears a leather jacket he, and yeah. you can
4: see he hits the pressing, he hits the jukebox with one hand and starts playing
3: <laughs> <you>. <laughs> Well, he was always more into video games than I was, and he actually was was better, way better at video games than I was. So this whole Fortnite thing, he loves it, right? So he plays it. Uh, on, like, the switch, as the other one's on the Xbox, as, as the other one is, you know, in the back room on the computer, mm-hmm. and they're all playing with each it's other.
4: That's pretty cool. When he leaves the room, he says, Smell you later. <laughs> Smell you later.
1: By the way, if you're just tuning in, the reason we're talking about this, we know that Fortnite is no new sensation, but uh, Carlos Santana, not the musician, but the uh, former Philly, um, caught some guys during a game <laughs> in the locker room playing <laughs> Fortnite. And wigged out. He's a veteran. He's like, you know, this is stupid. And he took a bat out and he smashed up the televisions (laughs) because he wasn't having it. And I could see that's almost like a parent. You know what I mean? That's kind of they had to have been, you know, younger. And he
4: just wasn't having it as a uh, as a a veteran (laughs) and a locker room leader. You know what I mean? It it is the frustration. So he's on the other side watching the frustration level and and whatever it may be that causes you to take a bat to something out of frustration. I have had the instance uh, where I pressed. I'm sure you've broken your share of controllers. Yeah. I have. I have. (laughs) I broke a yep. controller and I snapped Arkham Asylum into 50 pieces. <laughs> they actually. That disc? Yes.
1: Oh my Took God. it out of
4: the thing, crushed it, crushed it, crushed it, put it in the garbage, and then I got my car keys, went went, bought- went bought to GameStop, one. bought another controller in the exact same game. That, my yeah. mom
2: would tell my brothers that they were punishing themselves by breaking the controllers because she's yeah. like, I'm not going to buy you a new one. And then, you know, <laughs> after a yeah, few months, be- she
4: would. Yeah. I mean, the difference <laughs> is I'm an adult man yeah, at right, the time i doing oh, this. Right, These were kids. Right. You know what this Carlos Sant- uh,
6: Santana story is? Though it was not the first time that he had to confront these guys. And then he, he just, everything boiled over with the back. You know, and he, he went back there. He was like, How many times do I have to tell you? Yeah, yeah. And then smashed the crap it's
4: out of three like, TVs. Preston, it's like when Quinn comes in and smashes the radio in jaws. And he's like, He's trying to call for help. But yeah. it, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Let me go
1: to, I have a couple more calls I want to hit. I have Tabitha. Uh, hi, Tabitha, you're on the air. Hi, guys. Sorry
8: for bothering me at
1: work. No, it's all right. What's your story?
8: twelve year old that so he's in like sixth grade. Uh I think it was last year we started taking every single device. I mean he he has everything that you can think of spoiled. Right. And um we actually have to put it in a lockbox. Like I went out and got one of those like fireproof lock boxes. (laughs)
10: Amazing
8: one I could find and I have to lock it all away. Yeah. And Hide the key in a different spot. Every single
4: wow, <laughs> do you did you ever imagine Tabitha that you would have to go to these lengths to keep your kid from playing a video game?
10: No, because I can't play them. <laughs> <laughs> but you, I but you, them. you clearly
4: bought them for them, uh, right? Well, so
8: he's he is on the spectrum, and it's one of the very few things that he gets enjoyment out of. Okay, and so like. It's his reward to a lot of things, but mm-hmm. if he wakes up in the middle of the night, mm-hmm. he won't go back to sleep. If yes. He knows he- so get
1: something. Yep, yep. We've had the oh same thing in our oh, house. Really? Where they, where they'll play till yeah. two, three o'clock in the morning oh on the school gosh. night, mm. and we've had
4: to take all that stuff and put it away. What, what's the look like on your face when you when you walk into the room? Thanks, Kevith. And you're seeing the the flash of the light or wherever they are playing the game, and it's a school night and it's like one thirty in the morning. I'm just severely pissed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, right. that's all there is to it. And then you know, and then you have to
1: then you got to say something, and it's just not easy. But you know. Did you run out of how? cocaine?
4: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> Don't I no, provide? That's how he's still playing. I
4: so. work my fingers to the bone to put cocaine on the,
3: <laughs> on the mirror. I never, ever would have thought to have stayed up that late on a school night. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, it's just, and,
1: and you're so angry and frustrated and, you know, it's it's hard to...
2: I think I need counseling for it.
1: Well, speaking of that, <laughs> I, I'm gonna go to Carrie who works at an esports camp and uh teaches families how to handle it. Oh, there you perfect. go, we need
4: some salient advice here. Carrie, you're on the
1: air. Good morning.
13: Good morning, you guys are oh, Thank oh. you,
1: thank you. All right, tell us a little bit about uh what you do, please.
13: So, um I work at an esports camp and we partner with an organization called uh Nerd Street down in Philadelphia. Yeah. Mm-hmm and they are eSports professionals they are actually who teaches our kids and some of the things that we do is teach the kids so you guys have kids at home who play and you guys play and uh you've thrown controllers i heard
7: yes oh yeah yeah
13: yeah (laughs) yeah. smash into a million pieces so we one of the lessons that we like to teach them is how to manage that anger um because our program focuses on um professional sports and how you could get into careers in eSports so when you're playing at home, you're playing with your friends and you can have those outbursts. But if you're looking at professional options and how you could play professionally, you can't have those outbursts. And you have to be able to manage that and learn how to play on a team. So, learning how to manage that and you take those lessons home, you become better able to handle those situations. Hmm. So, it's life lessons that I think you can take far past these sports. But it definitely has its effects at home.
4: Let me ask you, do you have classes for kids 50 and above? (laughs) (laughs)
13: More raging parents? Our Uh, our programs go from 10 to 18, um, and they are half-day and full-day options, and you can find information at jkcp.com. They go all summer. Um, But I really think it helps the parents as well. Because, uh, like Kathy was saying, I think it can be really frustrating for the parents as well. Because they do. Like, they just love it. And kids in this generation, when they find something they love, um, they just really dive deep into it. Well, it's, it's something that's just, they get really passionate. Honestly,
4: about it. Preston, and, and Carrie, to, to back up what you're saying, we, we live in a time that's very ready player one-ish. Yeah. And, and it is, never did I think, I remember, I remember when the f- this switch flipped for me when we had the first demo Xbox in the Air Studio over Y100 and Halo, it. and I was like, "Yeah, oh, oh my god. god, that's what really got <laughs> you." Yeah. Is like, this is like playing a movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and and, uh, and and I and I was hooked, and then you know, and, yeah. and and that's that's part of the deal. Now, now since then, I, I my play time has been limited dramatically. But for you, I, I assume you see, while we're being a little uh, jokey about it, this can be a wedge issue for families.
13: Well, just like you were reading off the, the stats and, and the money that's being made in this industry, it is taking off like no other industry we've seen in a really long time. And while we've seen families that are all in, you know, last year we had, it was a full 2 week sports program. We have other families where the kids are all in, but the parents are like, and do I really want to send a kid and that's all they're going to do for two weeks is, you know, e So what we've done this year is we've found a really great compromise for families where the kids can play video games for half a day. And we've put it into our enrichment and exploration programs. where then they can spend another half a day doing a sport, a science, photography or art. Something else where they're still getting type of enrichment and it feels more balanced for the parents and the families. And, you know, it, it's finding that compromise where it, it's just more balance.
4: No, I get you. I, I, I have this image in my mind of, of the, the future version of humans as they are now is this these gelatinous, tiny creatures, but with huge, muscular thumbs.
1: <laughs>
4: By the way, I, I,
1: I see a text here and I, I, I got to disagree with this. Um, uh, this is telling your kids that they can be pro gamers is a joke. The chances are pretty much zero. I listen. How different is that than athletics? How different well, is that than athletics? You know, the the number of people that make it professionally is
3: minuscule. Yeah. Meanwhile, you got the people kids that going, want to do it, going through camps after camps, like yeah. you know I Statistically, you, what what you name the sport, and and I'll tell you, like there it, it, they're all crazier than ever than than when you were a, a right, kid right, right, and I was a kid. I mean. So I agree with you, Preston. So you're, you're... I,
1: think, I think it's similar. Not I'm not saying that that person isn't incorrect. They, right. That it's well, that it's real, that the likelihood is very very slim. But it's no different than encouraging athletics. I think. Actually, only you don't get any physical really... exercise. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. it's not healthy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Your brain, but you get to you use your steroids. Yeah, you get dumber by the minute. You get but get to other use than Coke that, and steroids. No, not
6: true. I know. No, I'm kidding. Uh, becoming, go ahead, Carrie.
13: Becoming an esports athlete is actually much more accessible because you don't have to have that.
4: Ability to walk.
13: You know, you don't have to have that athletic prowess. Mm -hmm. You could be just the guy next door... You
1: know what I mean? You yeah, but you still got to have feel. superior hand-eye coordination and instincts and all that stuff. It still
4: takes an elite feel. level to do I, it. I, I, you know what? I, I think about, I think about yeah. Carrie. I think about the guy who was dating Yannette um, Garcia, the, uh, the the hottest weather girl in the world. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he
3: broke up with her <laughs> so he could compete in a video game <laughs> uh, tournament, and he lost it. Yeah. <laughs> I watched the way these guys play Fortnite, and, you know, it's more than just zoning in on somebody and shooting them you're building things you're hiding and 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 when i watch these guys build these structures at the speed that they do it like my brain can't even comprehend what they're doing their skills yeah hey carrie
1: unfortunately we got to wrap this up but people are texting and curious about your program can you give us information on how uh people can reach out to you guys
13: I do, and I want to clarify one point. The okay. esports camp. When we're talking about career options, we're not talking about just being a pro gamer. You can do marketing, event. You can become an esports lawyer. You can mm. do analytics. There's so many different careers now. We're really trying to get across physical the therapy. So we're not telling everybody <laughs> that, that's no joke. You need to have hand-eye coordination. Some you
4: know, up, some down, some up.
13: Thing. So yeah. visit us at jkcp.com. That's all you need to remember. Come to our website. All the information's there. There um, Or give us a call at 610-264-9401. Okay. Our um, experts will take your call, and we'll take care of you. JK, Guys,
1: thank you so much. JKCP.com. No problem, Absolutely. Carrie. Absolutely. Yeah.
13: Have a
3: great day. All right, you too. We'll see you. Wow, she's got a very sunny disposition. <laughs> yeah, you know, right? Was, was there a like a device that you could uh, like? Like a uh, treadmill almost, there was. or like a uh, elliptical machine, where to power
4: your game systems. Well,
3: uh, yeah, yeah, so no, yes, there
4: there is one. In fact, they were there they were actually selling quite well for a while. A, a stationary bike in in uh,
1: Ready Player One in the book, uh, Wade is actually overweight at the beginning, and he eventually sets up a a lockout system, Steve, that won't allow him to use the Oasis until he's done X amount of exercise. Ah, there you go. He has to do like an hour and a half of cardio before it will even unlock the system. It's like a... That's funny. Yeah, and and he ends up losing a lot of weight and getting in great shape because of that. By the way, I just got the VR system for the first time. <laughs> awesome. And I am now in Ready Player One world. It, it's uh, when I so crazy. I was trying to tell people, people years ago. I tried VR before and and knew what the experience is like, but the games have come a
4: long way. So I'm going to lend you uh, the art uh, uh, the the R- Batman yeah. game. Okay, I, I when I put it on, I was tearing up. I was in the game I played for years, and it, honestly but you also get, a, there's a little bit of a chill you get because it's that seductive. Yeah. we you, you said, guys to JK safety I know. When, when they can replicate through that system, you you know, like the, when porn, now they do have VR porn. They do? Like, you know, oh, yeah. yeah. It's like You're like you,
2: in the bedroom too? It's,
4: it's 360. It's the same thing when you put on, you know, you look at, but interactivity is the issue. Uh, you know, you got to hook your fleshlight up on top of the coffee table. But, but where's the attachment for this one? Uh, uh, but it's it's getting there.
2: Now, don't hate me. I'm just passing on what I read. All but right. uh, I read that you have to watch with the VR. Um, kids' eyesight's are being yes. um, affected by it.
1: Yeah, I was told that when we bought it as well. And then there's a certain age that you got to watch out for. Oh, I think really? it was like over 12 and over because uh, it can be a little bit. It can make you
4: sick. You can mitigate like that. that with cocaine. Okay, <laughs> <Yeah>. fair enough. <laughs> All comes back to that, right? Mm-hmm. I think we're overlooking so something anything. There. It doesn't solve.
6: All right.
1: Anyhow, <laughs> interesting story uh, from the Phillies locker room of last season, where Carlos Santana took a bat not to a ball, but to TV monitors uh, because some team members were playing Fortnite during a game. Whether it's true or not, I do not know. But he took batting practice. Interesting. Um, you know what? Tomorrow's first day of spring, and that means that Rita's water eyes. Is open, and I believe it's free water ice tomorrow, right? Isn't that the way I you, think get that's it, a, you get yeah, a, right? a free small one? It is now. On the first day <laughs> yeah. of spring. Uh, but Rita's is back. Flavor's in full bloom, so grab your family and head to Rita's to get your favorite delicious frozen treat. I apologize to those who have been on hold and we haven't had a chance to go to. Bobby, especially you. I know you're on for, hold for over 20 minutes, but we got to take a break. And I need to take call number 12 and give away a $25 gift certificate for Rita's water ice. Thanks to uh, Leslie from the Rita's of Ellisburg Circle. In Morristown Mall for bringing by these goodies for us this morning. They brought by a bunch of water ice for us. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. And I got some beef file stories. I think you're going to love. We'll return in
14: just a 2nd 93.3 Ninety-three-three WMMR presents a killer co-headlining summer concert with rock trailblazers Alice Cooper. storm it's been so so Friday August 16th at BB&T Pavilion with motionless in white no free sale happening today at WMMR.com while supplies last tickets on sale tomorrow at 10 a.m. ticketmaster.com win free tickets all this week with Jackson Alice Cooper and Hailstorm, August 16th at BB&T Pavilion, presented by 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks.
1: Uh, The following phrase I'm about to say is not a secret message to our allied forces, but it's going to sound like one. There is an alligator in the green room.
7: (laughs) I repeat, there is an
1: alligator in the green room. Uh, We're going to meet that alligator. His name is Wally
4: in just a little while. Word is it's bigger than we had
1: that's, originally thought. What oh Chuck no. said. Yes. Yeah, yeah, So I like that. Yeah, it's,
4: I do. That's what I want. That is good. I don't news. want a little
1: gecko. And Mm-mm. he's
2: not like in a cage or anything like that. He's, just he's like, wearing a suit. He's just sitting out there <laughs> on his
1: leash. All right, we'll get him in
0: here in just a little bit. Let's do the V-file. <laughs>
11: WMMR
0: presents Dizarre. Kristen and Steve. Oh bizarre. Bizarre. Brought
1: to you this morning by Delilah's. Delilah's presents 2019 Entertainer of the Year on Wednesday, March 20th with special guest host Simone Denilustris. And that is going to be, uh, you can get the information at Delilah's.com for more details. That is tomorrow, by the way. Uh, I love this story. Steve, you sent this to me. It is a scandal worthy of a Broadway play. Who is the person that has been pooping in New York City audition rooms? Like on the floor. On the floor. Uh, The mystery has actors on the Great White Way, or maybe the Great Brown Way, (laughs) uh, stumped. The first incident was reported at Pearl Studios in Midtown Manhattan. During auditions for the musical Magic Mike on February 26th, a person involved with the show slipped on the floor. Uh, accor- That's some magic there on the floor. According to actress Eunice Bay, she told the New York Post, she stepped, uh, she stopped and said, Oh, my God, I just stepped in S. And we all laughed, thinking that she was using a slang version of S to mean general mess, but yeah. then we all began to smell it. Ali Faye Monka, who also auditioned for a part of Magic Mike, said the first theory was that someone carried it off the street on their shoes, but there is no way that that was plausible, given that it looked like a fresh pile. Another pile of feces was left on the floor of an audition room at the Ripley Greer Studio, which is just down the block from Pearl Studios on Eighth Avenue. Uh, there's one prevailing theory as to the motive behind the poop attacks, and that is a dispute between union and non-union actors. Uh, Do you know they
4: think is doing it, Preston? No, Patty LaPone. Oh no, <laughs> uh, the
1: Actors Equity Association. Has been urging Broadway theater growers to buy tickets to shows that are strictly union productions. Uh, the hashtag ask if, it's, uh, ask if It's Equity has been shared on social media in the hope that union only pe- plays will be preferred. The Magic Mike's auditions are an open call meaning that there's oh. uh, it's also open to non-union actors. And
4: so they, they believe it's retribution
1: for <laughs> and, this. Yeah, production uh who use non-union actors pay them about four times less than equity members. This has created friction between the union actors and the non-union actors who say they're being denied opportunities. The union has long disliked the tours of Broadway shows that are quite
3: lucrative for non-union actors. Have you guys seen this new kids board game where you literally, you wear a blindfold and you walk on a mat and I have you try not to step in boop? I want oh, to play yeah. this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it. Oh, oh, you have it? Yeah, yeah, we have it. Okay, I thought you said yeah, I we got it. it. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we have it. We got it.
1: Might have gotten it a couple of years ago. Real? Okay, yeah. so it's How not, is not
3: it? brand new.
4: It's it's.
1: Oh, dang. you're kidding me? They <laughs> bought that one? No, no, it's funny, but after you do it once, you're like, okay,
4: <clears throat> I get it. Eh, whatever. What do you use to uh, uh, dumb. approximate poop, or is it a legitimate poop?
1: No, it's like a rubber like thing. A rubber, oh, thing, uh, and a rubber turd? It
4: feels squishy when you step on it, so, but...
1: It's, it's fun the first time you play, it and then after that, it's kind of stupid. All right, <clears throat> but anyhow, they're trying to figure out who the serial pooper is, and uh, that investigation is underway. I've performed in Hamlet. I was meant for better. An Irishman named Elvis Presley has denied brandishing a knife at a launderette in Blackpool. The defendant, whose full name is Elvis Aaron Presley, Wow pleaded not guilty at Preston Crown Court to threatening
4: at Preston Crown Court. He it's did. all coming
1: together, man. Uh threatening alleged victim Fayez Ayub with a folding pocket knife. Mr. Presley confirmed his name after he entered the dock and asked his nationality, he replied Irish. A second shot. Chart- right, Top eight. of the morning to you now I'm gonna <laughs> cut your throat. A second charge of assault by beating the same victim during the incident also was put on him. Mr. Presley replied, guilty. I didn't beat him. I punched him. That's right Uh, now. Okay, with them fried Irish potato sandwiches, man. uh, The defendant uh, appeared hard of hearing and conducted a three-way conversation with the prison officer and the doc (sighs) relaying words of the judge and officials to him. Uh, The prosecutor said that the pleas entered were not acceptable and there would have to be a trial before a jury... And a charge of having uh, the knife for Mr. Presley. So. Was
4: Irish, uh, was uh, was Ireland a big uh, location for Elvis? I never associated Elvis with Europe. Well, if you ever saw The Commitments. Uh, yes, oh yeah, you're right.
1: There a, oh, the, there you go. One, yeah. of, one of the fathers was obsessed with uh, Elvis Presley in that yeah. movie. So yeah, he might have
5: been big. Look know. out, man. Look at that. Coming at you. <laughs> That's you see that? Right, it's man. called
1: karate, man. Only two kinds of people know <laughs> The Chinese and the king. One of them was me. A woman visiting her parents' Long Island burial plot descended into more than despair as she sank hip deep into their grave. Oh! The ground started to swallow her up. In the real-life horror show, Joanne Cullen bent down to fix a bow on a wreath by the headstone. when a s- coming home. Give daddy a kiss. <laughs> when a sinkhole formed and began to swallow her up. <laughs> Terrifying. Uh, yeah. I miss you. <laughs> it caused her to fall forward and smash her head on the tombstone, cracking a tooth, her lawyer said. This
4: is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> that I'm getting sucked up by the living dead here. I pay the taxes of Suffolk County. I do not need it. It's ridiculous. It's not enough that we have an incredibly high incidence of breast cancer. Now I can't even go to the cemetery. They're getting sucked up by the living dead. For Christ's
10: sake. <laughs>
4: <laughs> she There's <laughs> a woman who's being dragged it's into ridiculous. a grave. It's ridiculous. I go in the morning, I get my nails done, I pick up rolls for, for uh, Sonny later on. He's <laughs> doing up a thing at the house. And what do I do? I say, let me put it, let me drop off some flowers at the cemetery. Before I know I'm getting sucked down to hell by the living dead. Jesus Christ.
3: Where's your manager?
4: I want, I, will, I want to talk to your manager.
1: Uh, she then What's tra- your name, Pete? Uh, she- <laughs>
4: <laughs> you have an issue out there with the living dead trying to suck people down to hell. She then tried to balance Ruin my stockings. She then tried to bounce back, as she
1: started sinking into the ground and grabbed the sides of the tombstone. Thank God there was a tombstone there. The stunned Long Island woman. Had it been an unmarked grave, I'd be dead. Cried out for. <laughs> <laughs> cried out for help, but no one in the graveyard could hear her screams. Uh, the calamity occurred at. About I had throat surgery a while ago. I don't yell loudly. About <laughs> at About dusk. Uh, and she said getting sucked in, or no, the lawyer said getting sucked in your parents' grave when you go visit them with the sun going down is terrifying and traumatizing.
4: Normally it'd be beautiful.
1: Now it's the St. Charles Resurrection Cemetery administrator's turn to shiver in fear after being hit by Cullen's $5 million lawsuit in Queen's Supreme Court. Could you imagine that? Oh, no. You would clearly think it was a horror movie. It would, it would terrify me. Yeah. The 64-year-old said the chilling, inc- the chilling incident has uh, left her an emotional <laughs> wreck. She said,
4: uh, was I'm- that? Creep show. Where's my birthday cake?
1: That's right. Yeah, she said, <laughs> I want my cake. Said I will never
4: go back there
1: again. Uh, and she said that she now fears walking in open fields
4: and has nightmares and headaches. I get headaches now when I when I even see grass. I get a migraine.
1: <laughs> she also needs counseling now. The suit claims. Uh, she contend, they contend that the grave diggers who backfilled an adjacent grave to Cullen's parents left an underground void, and it caused Cullen to sink into the netherworld. <laughs> and we'll end it there. That's the bizarre file for you this morning. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and then come back and meet the gator. What do you guys? Think? I want to meet yeah. the gator. All right, we have uh, Wally, the emotional support alligator, here with uh, Joey Henny, uh, who is the owner, and uh, we'll find out about him and uh, Wally. When we get back, stay with us this morning.
14: The MMR mobile app. Use it to grab the MMR live stream and MMR audio on demand, including the Preston and Steve podcast. Bring up the live studio webcam, too. The MMR app is Android Auto and Apple CarPlay compatible, and it's free. So
1: we've been waiting for this uh, next guest for a little while. Casey,
4: even more so.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, Yeah. Well, Casey's got it, has always wanted to see... An alligator in the wild in Florida. Oh, that's right, yeah. yeah in didn't, the wild we a We didn't get a chance to have that happen, but we're going to have one in the studio. Yeah. Uh, and what makes this one unique is the title, Emotional Support Alligator. <laughs> uh, and our next guest is the owner of that alligator. It came in from York County, PA. Please welcome Joey Henney. Yeah. Our show this morning. Hey, Joey, how you doing? I'm doing good. How about yourself? We're doing very, very well. So we have... We have kept your alligator named Wally, by the way, in our green room. We haven't seen him yet. And that's the reason being is because Chuck D'Amico, our assistant program director, came in and he goes, it's bigger than I thought it was. <laughs> right. uh, okay, all right. okay, we need to see it on air. But it's not a big 12-footer. He's a, he's a little bit smaller than that.
9: Well, he's, he's just a baby yet. He, he'll be four in July. Uh, he's five foot, about 60 pounds.
1: Okay. But he's just foot. a toddler.
9: Okay, just a toddler. Five feet, you, 60 uh, pounds.
2: Have you owned alligators before him?
9: Uh, I have not owned alligators before, but I helped two other rescue squadrons. I've handled alligators for seventeen years.
4: And you and this one, Wally, is you've had uh, when he was. Well, you rescued him about fourteen months. He was
9: fourteen months old when we rescued him. We'll have him three years this September.
1: Okay, Joey, I was reading a story. It might have been last year, and I think it was uh, out and around the Lancaster area. And the um, it might have been the. what department would handle uh, stray animals and so on? They, the IRS? No, not the IRS. commission. Oh, there we go. Uh, but, but anyhow, they were commenting on how they were having to go out and and get take alligators off of people's hands like almost once a week or something along those lines. And it's because people get them as pets and don't realize, and you've, you've heard this for years. Oh, yes. That they outgrow their uh, their enclosures or wherever it may be, and people don't know what to do with them. So they let them go in the wild, and they end up having to be found.
9: Is that Does that sound about right? Well, that's, cl- that's really close to being true. Uh, what happens, they go to these uh, reptile shows, and uh, a lot of them get lied to. They, they tell them that they're only going to grow to the size of their, their captivity. Oh, please. Uh, yeah. Well, in one aspect, that's true. Wally grew to the size of one tank. Then he put him next When He grew the size of that <laughs> He yeah. grew the size of the neck. Now, there's been four tanks for Wally. Right. Right. And you know
4: about uh, what a 300-gallon yeah. tank we hear.
9: We have a 300-gallon pond in our living room yeah, right yeah. now. In your living In your living room. In, living in room. our <laughs> living room, yes.
4: Uh, well, and, and in this story, I, I'd read
1: that part of the issue, if that is, but I, I know you're a responsible owner, is that there are no real rules about owning an alligator. You can just have one.
9: Not since nineteen ninety eight they lifted the restriction uh laws on owning alligators because they come off of a protected list mm-hmm. uh alligators came back from almost extinction pretty fast. There's like a million and a half overpopulation right now in Louisiana and Florida. whoa uh, they do have the hunting season open back up and uh, this is where a lot of people get me mixed up. They say well you're not you're against hunting. I am not against hunting. Yeah. I love hunting. I love fishing, but I don't like census killing right. Uh, When you get these alligators, you need to study what you have to do. We do not promote having an alligator as a pet. They get big. They take a lot of care. And most people don't want your discarded animals. So that's why our rescue squad, there's three of us in Pennsylvania that I know of. Yeah. uh, And that's what we do. They usually end up calling us right now in York City. There's over 25 gators as pets. And I simply told them, well, you'll be giving me a call or, you know, or my other two buddies Because they're going to get bigger than what you're going to want to deal with, and if you don't know how, to – just like a dog, if you don't train it right, they can be hard to deal with
4: in the way that they kill you. Yeah. Well, they they
9: absolutely they could. Yeah, yeah. If they're not trained, uh, not trying to, their tails are very strong. Wally is very strong. If he wanted to, he could outpower me, Uh, but he chooses not to. He's not afraid of nothing. Uh, alligators do not want to bite you on purpose. They do not attack people on purpose.
4: Are they? Are they traditionally? So we hear this and don't know if it's a rumor just to make us feel better that they would more than likely be afraid
9: uh, of uh, of a human they're or extremely afraid of humans. They do not want to be bothered, but they're also curious, very curious. If right. you're in the water and you're not splashing, they will come up to you and not grab a hold of you.
4: Now we've heard stories where where people have been, you know, they're, you know, this is this is what they do. They're 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 wild creatures, and there was this horrible story down in Disney. The the people that were playing in an area that nabbed oh, yeah. a kid. It's what they they do, uh, and, and you know, so we we know, of it that way, let me ask you: Is your general advice then to most people, uh, you know, to not entertain the notion of having an alligator as a pet? Absolutely. Okay,
9: it, you're you're not going. It's it's a. Alligators in captivity can live up to 80 years. Okay. So if you don't have the proper facilities to house these, uh, you're going to have an issue. We just rescued another alligator from from a reptile show. Uh, Our vet, we have a vet. uh, He's uh, an anti-care veterinarian there. Uh, He's world known for knowing exotic animals. He has crocodiles and caimans himself that he's Mm. rescued. And uh, this alligator, they said that they probably put her in a dark room, Mm. fed her hot dogs yeah well, she has uh, metabolic bone disease. she has calcium deficiency uh and because of this, she actually ended up with a broken back a broken leg It uh-huh. was never treated so now she's malnutrition uh very bad she, doctor the vet actually wanted to put her down i don't I didn't want to do that I want to give her a chance we're We're going through therapy with her every day, trying to get her back but here's an instance where people got an alligator. And this alligator is about four to four and a half years old. Yeah. And she's only 40, 40 inches long. Wally's five foot. He's three. Well, he'll be four in July.
4: So you're interceding on, on their behalf and because a lot of people, by their ignorance, are then treating these these creatures cruelly.
9: Yes. And, and I call it willfully being ignorant. Yeah, willful because you ignorance. Because you don't study your animals before you get them.
4: Right. Uh, and you, you don't
9: go buy a king cobra and not know what to do because right. you're going to die. Right. <laughs> right. Right. yeah, yeah. yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: Yeah, the information's out there. You can you can find it if you need to.
9: There is so much information out there uh, for any pet. Now, I mean, yeah. Unfortunately, we're not going to stop people from owning alligators uh, as pets. But uh, is I'm sorry. Well, sorry. I was going to ask. So um,
1: the, we, we've been using the uh, the the title "emotional support alligator," and I want to explain that. So this doesn't mean. That you, Joey, are getting on an airplane and you can't travel <laughs> unless you got Wally with you sitting in your lap. It's no, he's not that kind of emotional support animal. Not he, true. So when if if you go to, say, kids' schools or maybe an assisted living facility, sometimes groups will bring dogs by. And people can interact with them and learn a little bit more about them. It's along those lines, correct?
9: Well, yes and no. Okay. Uh, the letter I got from uh, my doctor states on there... Uh, they cannot refuse me to go on an airplane. With your alligator? With my With Seriously.
2: So you but, could take-
9: <laughs> But I'm not out there to make waves. I don't want people to be afraid. I'm not taking a five foot, sixty foot alligator <laughs> in a restaurant <laughs> to an airplane. Yeah. Not everybody's no. reptile friendly. Not everybody's dog friendly. I, <laughs> I would not do that to no <laughs> You're not a lunatic, okay. is what I mean you're thank you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> but we do go into uh, senior centers and stuff like that there, but let me give you the story how Wally became an emotional support Please. animal. Yes. He is the only licensed emotional support alligator in the world. <laughs> okay. There are only two types of alligators in the world, and that's an American alligator and the Chinese alligator.
4: The only two species.
9: They're the only two species of alligators. Rest right. of them are all crocodiles or caimans. Okay. okay. Uh, when we got Wally, we were already taking him around doing edu- we do educational programs, period. Before he became a licensed emotional support alligator. So what happened was we lost probably close to five family members and four emo- uh, lifelong friends within a couple weeks. Oh, my God. And the last two passed within like 12 hours. Of each. I was visiting one family when my brother called me and asked me, did I hear about my other friend? And I said, well, no, what's, what's up with Barry? And here he went, had a stroke, and he didn't make it to the hospital. And I really went into a really deep depression uh, I have a wood shop. I built furniture. I'm retired. That's what I do for a hobby. So I I, got, I had no ambition to get off the couch to do anything. And I'm very energetic. I, I'm i always on the go doing things. So I talked to my doctor. She gave me some antidepressant pills. And she told me, she said, Joe, you really need to take these. I don't like taking medication, period. Hmm. I took one. I hated how it made me. I called her. I said, I'm not taking this. this Grab these drugs. Yeah. It's terrible. It's just I'm not me when I'm taking it. So, I just hanging around the house, being, doing nothing, feel like nothing. Uh, Wally, he likes climbing up on the couch. He cuddles. He snuggles. He watches TV with us. I mean, he's snuggling uh, right now. He's literally he, in the he, green room
3: sitting on your stepson's chest. Chris,
9: yes. Oh, yeah, yep. And uh, he loves to be snuggled. He loves to be petted. Uh, he loves kisses. Uh, you said he loves giving hugs. He does give hugs, and he really gives hugs. So, so, this this helped you through this dark period. He helped me clean through it. and I went back to the doctor, and she says, "How did you get over your depression so quickly?" I took
4: well, two alligators. I <laughs> hang out with. Yeah,
9: <laughs> I, I hung out with it. Wally was mostly, you know, and then the yeah. family, of course, you know, was there. But uh, I was grumpy with the family. But of course, you get grumpy with an alligator; he can probably get grumpy and snap you back, right? Right. You know? Right. <laughs> and
4: so, from him, but, you realized he had he he had this. It's, and it's, I think what mar- everyone marvels at is that we see this very prehistoric looking animal and we say, oh, this is, this is a, a you know, I, 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 they're they're incredible, they're fascinating, but this is not, this isn't a kitten. This isn't something that just exudes fluffiness and warmness and loveness. It's, it's, uh, it, it's scary. And you're saying you derive all of that from this, uh, from I, Wally.
9: And I did. Yeah. And when I talked to my doctor, she said, how, what got you back on your feet so quick? And I said, well, I guess hanging out with the gator. Yeah. And she said, well, she already knows about the allergy. She knows I'm not right in the mind. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, so she said, Hey, I mean, she said, that's fantastic. You know, I mean, we can get everybody to, to find something like that to cuddle to, to get rid of their depressions better than giving them drugs. And, uh, so then somebody said to me about getting registered as an emotional support animal. I said, well, an alligator yeah you know i i was just as puzzled as most people are mm. so what happened was we noticed when we go to senior centers and to uh where children have autistic and tourettes and asperger's yeah. and stuff he caters to those people for some reason we can't figure i'm not going to try and figure it out mm. he's he's drawn wally is drawn he to them is drawn to
4: them do do alligators i believe i've heard that they emit some sort of like per
9: sound or is that i or I, well they do like a gurgling okay uh, they do a bellow uh they do a hissing a lot of people when he he opens while he knows in public he's not opening his mouth he does he did he is trained they're
4: talking to me <laughs> yeah
9: <laughs> yeah he is trained and uh he knows if he opens his mouth in public because people get afraid so they see his teeth yeah. uh he gets de- uh uh shy downtime
4: okay downtime
9: yeah uh and his downtime is his head on my foot and he dare not move when he sees cameras coming out he looks for the camera he poses for cameras <laughs> so he knows <laughs> if he's going to get in trouble he gets downtime okay okay so mm. he well, stops what he's doing so therefore we're around these people and these people literally it's almost like they forget the ailment or the the mental issues they have mm. And they have this total enjoy- enjoyment and relaxation. That's with great. Skater. And the we ones that a...
4: don't, he simply eats, correct?
9: That, that's just true. And that's what they say. You know, they asked me, was I ever married? Well, yeah, I, first marriage didn't work out, so I put her to the gator, you know. No evidence is good. Well, I have to say, we're, we're, the excitement's mounting. Sh- yeah. Should we
1: do this, Preston? Yeah, let's bring him in. All we right, got we go. the webcam oh. on. Uh, so, yeah, our webcam is on. If you want to see Wally, he's being brought into the... Wow. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> wow. wow. He, and is. he really is curled up. What is your stepson's name? What's your name? Chris. On? Chris. Chris. He was really kind of curled up over Chris's shoulder. Listen, listen. Joey's talking to him.
9: Now he's giving a hug.
1: Oh, my God. I got to say, that's pretty freaking adorable. And you're kind of scratching his belly and giving him a kiss.
3: Oh,
9: You see that? (laughs) Yeah.
3: How often do you feed him, and what do you feed him?
9: Well, he just started eating. He stopped eating for almost three months. Normally, from October to May, uh, majority alligators literally stop eating, and they so For a couple of months, they'll stop eating. Right, like, like a hybrid the way a bear might hibernate and live off its. Right, but they don't hibernate. Uh, what they'll do is uh, they'll like go like sort of dormant. But yeah. they're in our living yeah. room. They so they have their temperatures. Do they go they... mostly keto? Is that? <laughs> yeah, well, not quite that much. Yeah. So, but they, so but, how do they how
4: do they exist when they're when they're not taking in? They
9: slow their whole metabolism down. Yeah.
4: Okay. Yep. It's the same thing. People say it. they
9: can't exist in our area. They can. Is Even with frozen water, if they get their nose above yep. the ice, they can freeze Preston was and, and talking they can about shut that. their yeah. heartbeat down to four beats an hour. It, it oh blew my God. mind. They're and right. when That's it falls out, they go right back to normal living.
4: A Quick, just to describe, you're, again, you're cradling uh, while oh yeah, up The up on way you would hold a dog, like a larger dog. Right. His head is over your shoulder. He has what appears to be like a, a leash on. He has a harness on. A harness yes. on. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's completely um, docile. Oh, Yeah. yeah. But he, he has he, – they're just fascinating.
6: And beautiful. I mean, that's yeah. a,
4: it's a gorgeous animal. And oh, I he to, is.
6: I yes. wanted to ask you, Joey, about um, when, how do you tell – because if it, you know, if have a dog or a cat, you can tell when they're agitated or angry. How can you tell when Wally is upset?
9: He eats uh, his dog and cat. <laughs> it, when Wally's usually upset, it's usually because I hold – he sees me holding another gator. Uh, he gets uh, jealous. jealous. He gets very – very jealous. Wow. We have a little one we rescued. She's about nineteen inches. She was nine months old. She oh, she's still this month, she was nine months old. And I held her and she's not the only one. She's done this. He literally, even when I feed him, he'll take his food, turn his back to me, and eat it back in the corner. He oh throws God. he throws or, a oh, hissy fit. He has or uh, or oh yes. Or he'll get out of the pond, and go run behind the couch, won't let me touch him. Wow. He won't get on the couch with me. Or he'll take his lower jaw and flip water at me. Wow. <laughs> we, Okay, so I have a question. I just saw yes. you
1: kind of uh, caressing his belly there a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah, it's he likes He down. loves that. All right, yeah. so my, my question <laughs> is, you know, their, their skin, especially in the top there, is so coarse, thick, and, and really, really, you know, solid. Well, these are bones. Those
9: are bones. These are bones underneath their skin on the top and the head. The back and down the tail. Okay, I was curious where his, like, sensitive areas might be. He's just as sensitive on the top. No kidding. Throughout his whole body, I never would have guessed that. No, neither would I because it looks like some sort of armature on top. It is an armature plated. It helps protect them in the wild. Uh, They are sensitive. Uh, They can feel even a drop of water, uh, everything. They have, uh, as you see across his, his jaws, you can see all the little dots. They're all nerve endings and feelings. So they can sense when they feed in the water they feed by vibration and shadow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, they have a second eyelid which is a clear one. Right. So- and that's why people get grabbed when they're walking along the shoreline and they come out of the water and grab because they're grabbing by vibration and once they grab a human they do not nobody humans ever been consumed by an alligator in all history. R- I thought I'd them them <laughs> turn them loose. Really? Yes. I, are you sure about that?
4: You're watching too much TV. <laughs> Preston, have you reported on a few stories of alligators? I...
2: Not where they actually eat them.
9: Yeah. Not where they swallow them? No, they not do they not swallow them. them.
4: So the, you're saying the people are crawling into the alligators to take a nap?
9: <laughs> That's about <laughs> okay. what it is. Now, think, <laughs> what, what about crocodiles,
4: though? Crocodiles and caimans,
9: they eat human flesh. Oh, go. all right. And okay. once they get started, they okay. usually they're like a lion or a cat like. At, they prefer human flesh and Vietnam right now is going through trouble they got one of theirs roughly about 29 feet long uh, and it's eating a lot of people so they actually shut their town down I saw do they have a photograph of this they do have the services
4: yes. nice this thing is it literally is out of Jurassic Park what's wow. a caiman I'm sorry I just it's
9: where uh, you Cayman keep your is <laughs> they got A crocodile they're smaller uh but it's when the alligators the were family?
3: protected yeah. pardon okay it's in the crocodile family
9: yeah they're all okay. crocodilians yes okay. But a caiman, it's like a lot of people are going out buying these dwarf caimans. When people think dwarf, they're thinking little. Yeah. Okay, well, to a caiman, that's little, and a dwarf caiman get up to eight feet. Okay. Okay. Full size caiman is sixteen feet. It's like buying a dwarf yeah. elephant. It's still pretty big, right? right. Yeah. You still got a big atom in your hand. Uh, and mean. So when you when you have it
4: up next to your head and you're not wearing headphones, can you can you hear uh, while he's breathing? Can oh you yes. hear, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, yeah, And can you feel like the, the heartbeat the heart, again, sh-
9: Well, not so much the heartbeat too often. Uh, when he gets a little excited and settles down, then you can. Does he ever uh, roll over on his back or anything like that? No. no. Okay. We'll roll him over and then sometimes rub his belly. Okay. Uh, the little ones are a little easier. Wally, he thinks we want to wrestle, so then we got to wrestle. Okay. So yeah. the, the, we, we know the classic
4: engagement with an alligator is, or at least maybe it's a crocodile that does this. I mean, you, you're you're the expert. Um, it rolls.
9: They, they all do a death roll when they grab their prey. And yeah. the alligator would be the same. Right. What okay. they do, uh, it's either tearing chunks away from their prey to, right. to eat it. Uh, like a, a an alligator grab a deer, he would do a death roll, tear chunk out. But they drag their prey into the water, and a death roll try to drown it. Right and you say you,
4: you say that the alligators are acquiring the target
9: not by a, a visual acuity. when they're in the water. Now when they're in the water, they can see like swimmers. Yeah, the splashing is what really draws and sets them into it, like a feeding mode. Then, right. they, then they're going to grab whatever splashing. Uh, there's a couple things on YouTube you can get that all. You can pull the pictures up and show where they actually walk in with, uh, they were nuisance alligators. They walk in the pond with them. Uh, They've only been in captivity for four weeks. They are wild. They've been in the wild over 10 years. These are large 10, 12-foot alligators. uh, And they're not attacking. They'll swim to you. Where are you going, buddy?
1: (laughs) By the way, during this oh, no. entire segment, Wally is just attached to Joey okay. right now. Okay. He's just he, Wait, he, he he loves this position. Oh, he's dude. holding him almost oh. like a baby. Okay, now, now he's, he's turned around. Now he's changed positions and uh, he's facing towards me right now. May I, is... I just
9: hop over there, Preston? The yeah, head. go yeah, yeah. go go! Please go in and and uh, yeah. See he what just he, he sees like. all the people and now nobody's petting him and he's getting, uh, a, little he's excited. getting a
1: little yeah. He wants yeah, some uh, and, some well, attention, okay. I guess. So. So Steve's going to go in and uh, wow. pet him. Yeah,
9: it's... Preston, it's exactly the way you would feel
4: to, to, to think of this being n- nerves in here. Yeah. With any level. I mean, it's, it's like for Micah, you know, it's like a hard, but, but that, that to know that he's he's able to feel this.
9: Look how beautiful you, his eyes are. Eh? You yeah. notice how he settled down when he got petted? Yeah. Very I'm
4: so just looking at his teeth. Softer. Uh, so the side, <laughs> the belly part where you were scratching over. Yeah. So this feels softer. Mm-hmm.
9: Okay. So, hey, how about
4: yes. <laughs> uh, how about
9: feeding him?
1: Uh, what, what do you need to do uh,
9: to feed well, I usually take and put it in my mouth and reach it. No. I don't. <laughs> put no, a dead mouse. in I there. don't even feed. What you want? Here, go over to Chris.
4: All right. Hand him off, over. Now, one one quick question, if I may jump in here, as you're, as you're going to tell us what, what he eats and how yeah. you feed him. A lot of people like to blame their dogs for farts in the house. Does Zwolle uh, uh, ever pass gas? Uh,
9: yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Listen,
1: I tell you what, man, we had, I I forgot if it was a Gila monster or a Komodo dragon or something that that was brought by the studio. That thing crapped in our studio. My Mm. God, did it smell horrible. It it, it took about a day and a half. Horrible. Yeah, yeah. Is it similar for alligators?
9: Well, alligators mostly go in the water. But, again, Wally's not a typical alligator. He thinks he's a dog. Yeah. Yeah. He got mad at me one day for holding... uh, I think it was uh, Scrappy when he was little. Scrappy is? Another alligator, okay. rescue alligator we have. The Scooby-Doo's friend. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Scrappy yeah. That's where he got his name yeah. from because he was a little Scrappy when we first got him. Now, he was hatching into captivity. But while he literally got out of the pond, walked over in front of me, and we have a hardwood floor, and he left it go right there. <laughs> and I'm thinking, what are you doing? And it smelled like somebody took a bucket of worms, sent them out in the sun for three days— <laughs> And then dumped it in the living room. Yeah. Oh, and it yeah, takes days I, to get rid of the odor.
3: We have no doubt believing that. How yeah. often do they go to the bathroom? Because if they're, they don't eat all that much.
9: They usually go somewhat shortly after they're eating. Okay.
1: Okay. So going back to eating, um, what do you feed them and how often?
9: Well, he, we get uh, frozen chicks and frozen rats from the, uh, the laboratories. Okay. Because they're disease-free. Uh, they're chemical free and everything. So
4: the way the way he might encounter an animal in the in in nature,
9: right? But they're already dead. He right. Wally. anyhow, how is we were feeding them, uh, and then I feed him with I have tongs. I feed them with. It's just like a dog. Right. Uh, they don't know where the food stops and the hand begins. Right. So they grab where where to food. stop chomping, Wally. He takes his food very, very gently. Sometimes I have to hold it right beside his mouth. He Oof. does not hunt for it,
4: dude. I would not uh, do
9: that. <laughs> he, does, he does not. I mean, I do it with the tongs.
4: Okay, yeah. No. I would do it. I would do it. I would pay the guy to hold the tongs, and he <laughs> could do it. Uh, so have you ever had an accident while feeding him? No. Okay.
2: How well, big will he get?
9: He, Wally is already bigger than normal, so we're thinking. Uh, what, I, what my friends from down Florida said. He could probably estimate about 15 feet, about 900 pounds. Oh my 15 god! Feet, now, let me ask you: at that point, oh, 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 keeping yeah. them in your living room tank yeah. is not going to be an option, right? Absolutely. What would you do? Would you argue with a 15 foot gator? <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving a shed. He keeps the house. All right. So, <laughs> so you have a you have a 300 gallon
1: pond in your living room. Yes. Does, is that going to have to get bigger to accommodate a 15 foot alligator? Oh, absolutely.
9: I have yes. no idea what yes. size that is. Okay. Yeah, he has to have. They don't need enough water for them just to get their whole body covered. That's all the water they need. So okay. the sw- swimming so for, for they don't have to th- swim. They don't. Alligators so, so are lazy. Okay. Yeah, they'd sooner be out sunbathing or yeah. okay. just hiding in the grass and stuff. Uh, we are like I said, we're building a facility this summer uh, that will actually house up to six alligators. And uh, because these,
4: we rescue these are rescued alligators. So it's like so, uh, and and uh, you can nurse them back to health and. All right. of
9: that. Right. Well, that's very cool. But we don't... Our intentions are never to keep the alligators. Right. We rescue it's them for a to while. It's
4: college and everything. Yeah, or... yeah, right.
9: Yeah. I can't afford that. you the care
4: So what do you do once you rescue them? Where, 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 where do they end up? We take them bit of that,
9: up? make okay. sure they're healthy. Uh, that way, because like I say, the last one we got is very unhealthy. It's going to be right. probably a, a long-term recovery for her. So... Uh, we make sure they're healthy we make sure they're eating right we used to keep them for about a year year and a half and then we get them to a wildlife refuge park or to a zoo w-
4: where they're going to be they're going to have a, a better be quality their permanent of life home, okay yes. well that that's very noble because yeah. like that first story you described that one uh, alligator in a horrible way and, and you're 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 tending to that one i hope that turns out well but to see wally here you know I, I, the concept of a of a pet of you know <laughs> but i'm seeing he's he says benign and affectionate you know, as can possibly be, he's hugging I've... the hell out of both of you.
1: Yeah. So, Chris, I want to ask you, since you're near the microphone right there, what do you what do you think about all this alligator stuff? You into it or what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go yeah. ahead and get real close here. Go ahead. Would you like a whole chicken?
3: <laughs> <laughs> but when I when we first got him, yeah, I thought it was a little bit crazy, <laughs> and then I warmed up to the idea after I got my own. Because we rescued another one, and I started training, learning from him how okay. to train them, right. and then it just grew on me after that.
4: Okay, do you, right, let so me you, ask you: Do you, do you see if you look into his like his eyes, or are there moments where you you know where you does,
9: where you connect? You know, do you have that? Yeah. Okay. And Wally does too, because when he gets antsy and doesn't listen, he gets real antsy around people. Yeah. All I have to do is turn his face to me and say, "Do we have to talk?" (laughs) Yes. And he said, because he knows he gets time out after that talk. Wow. So let me ask when. I love it. When you come home, Mm -hmm. uh, does like a dog? Does he come up and greet you? He doesn't usually come out of the pond, Mm -hmm. but sometimes he'll like little barks, like. "Mm, mm, mm," Let me ask you. you Or he'll hiss. I've heard that sound. That.
4: "Mm." Uh, on some of the nature shows I've I've seen, they they'll show that. Does he bring you your slippers, but with your feet already in?
9: Them? <laughs> uh, Someone else's last, last set of slippers were made out of chicken feathers, so he <laughs> thought they were food. Okay. I, well, what about that? Since you say he roams freely the house, yeah, he does roam freely
4: the house. He, everywhere. Will he chew on things you? don't? I mean, no. if you have issues with a cat scratching That's a sofa, no. imagine what he could do.
9: Well, when we get furniture, it has to be alligator proof because their claws, <laughs> when they push to go somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, they can they can puncture some holes. so when you walk into
4: ashley furniture or, and ask for uh no know. no we just let him test it out okay yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
9: <laughs> probably not getting a water <laughs> bath. Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah yeah uh
6: do you have to be really aware of the temperature in the house you know they're they're cold-blooded and you have well to...
9: not really uh our house stays right around 74 to 78 degrees that's actually pretty toasty and that yeah, keep that's warm. warmer than i like for the winter i right. like a little cooler i'm a cooler person right but it's Because of the gators. And we do put heaters in our pond, which is better. He said, well, you really don't need to. Well, we do it anyhow to help keep them on a regular balance. Then that way in the summertime, uh, we have a large porch. Uh, The pond goes out and we have a double slide doors there. He hangs out on the porch? They do hang out on the porch. And he barks at the mailman. Uh, uh, Oh, mailman don't even like coming (laughs) near us. What about your neighbors? Oh, they love him. Oh, they do. Oh, yeah, they love him. Everybody gets to meet Wally and the Gators. They just, they just think it's fascinating. They love him.
1: Oh, I'm sure when people Uh, drive
4: by too, they're like, "That's the alligator." (laughs) I bet you your neighbors have no trouble getting their kids to stop playing Fortnite.
9: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah. (laughs) Well,
1: listen, uh, a question for you, Joey. Uh, So, so you take Wally out to uh, to you know schools and so forth, right? Is there? Do you guys have a website set up or? A Facebook uh, Wally page?
9: has his own Facebook. It's okay. Wally Gator. Okay, uh, you can go in there. Uh, it shows all the shows and stuff. Uh, I do want to add this. Wally was he does a lot of first of everything because he was the emotional yeah. support alligator license. But uh, Fox 29, Philadelphia had us over there. Great. And he was such a big hit there that he actually got to do the weather live. Oh. Yeah. Ah, is he getting his own show?
4: Nice. Uh,
9: well, probably. <laughs>
4: On After Q. <laughs> uh,
9: the next one is uh, Steve Harvey. Steve- uh, we have in two weeks. They're doing a small clip at the end of their show. Uh, they can find that on Wally's Facebook, that when it's going to air.
1: That's wild. Uh,
9: and then they're talking about having this out later in the year. By the way, Joey
1: used to have a show uh, on ESPN Outdoors, correct? Yes. Yep. Yeah, it was Joe
9: Outdoors. Joe Henney
1: Outdoors.
9: How do you uh,
4: fishing? Ran from 1989 to 2000. Oh, no way. So yeah. you've, got, you've got major fishing chops, do you? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you go for mostly?
9: Uh, I fish for just about everything. Uh, we do a lot of catch and release for the... Uh, Smallmouth and largemouth bass. Okay, uh, uh, I like stripers and uh, walleye, probably the most. And you're you're, you're, you're you
4: are You were saying it's a hobby, but you're sort of a, a, a like a master level craftsman. For I am, I am, yeah.
9: I am a licensed master craftsman. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I do. I rebuild. Uh, not rebuild. I build 18th century furniture, Queen Anne chest on chest, uh, high Philadelphia high boys, Chippendale ball claw feet. That's uh, pie crust, tea tables. you tables.
4: You're you're a veritable Renaissance
9: man. Yeah, I was going to say.
2: Also, you do a lot in retirement.
9: <clears throat> yeah. Who retires? <laughs> I do not like retire. I am not one to sit around and do nothing. No, you haven't. What about if people want to I... get in touch with you? Oh, they can get in touch with They can actually get through us through our phone. Uh, phone number seven one seven five seven seven zero eight seven four, 717-577-0874. And they're welcome to call anytime. Scheduled to have Wally come see them. Okay. Uh, we simply just ask for donation. And as far as our donations, uh, we do good at everything else we do. All the donations go to like right now we're we're raising money to go out and see uh, two children that are autistic and uh, they live in West Virginia but their mother has stage four liver cancer they're in she's three and a half hours away in Columbus Ohio hospital she's there for five more treatments of chemo uh, she's a, she's been battling this for a while she's really in uh, pretty bad shape she had a broken back and a broken oh, neck uh, so you're gonna get Wally down there so we're gonna take Wally out because the children already interact with alligators and yeah. it all happened from our newspaper article and she wrote back online like i can really use a hug from wally <laughs> because i can't have connor
4: Aww. oh man
1: wow well you're doing great work joey this is really cool I want to you're thank, a good man thank you and chris for uh, both coming by here it's a really unique story and this is the Only one in the world of its kind right here. (laughs) And we met him. Only emotional support alligator in the world. Thanks so much, man. Thank you for having me. Continue doing what you're doing. Chris, nice to meet you, too. Let's hear it for Joey, Chris, (laughs) Wally. Very cool stuff. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back in
5: uh, just a moment. Make sure you stay with us. This 93.3
4: WMMR audio on demand program returns after a brief word from our sponsors. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. Steven Singer Jewelers, one place, one price. French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville has everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the
6: big-name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional info. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else?
1: Taking time for yourself isn't selfish, it's self-care. Schedule a massage or facial at your local Hand and Stone Massage and Facial Spa with a relaxing massage or refreshing facial for just $59.95 for first-time guests. Visit one of their 50 area locations or handandstone.com.
0: This is the
5: Preston and Steve Show podcast.
1: By the way, Kath, I saw this uh, stat this morning that parents don't get enough sleep for six years after their
2: child is I saw, born. I saw that. Yeah, you have six yeah. years until you... Fortunately, um, I've I've been sleeping, I think, the entire time. Jace has been an excellent sleeper, but I know uh, parents whose kids just... I mean, my bro- my nephew is three, and he just doesn't sleep ever.
1: Yeah, yeah, it, it definitely happens, especially right after childbirth, they say, is, is a really difficult time. So you know what? Skip all that and become a foster parent. Yeah. <laughs> How about that? And that's why our next guest is here this morning. (laughs) From NBC10, please welcome Rosemary Connors back to our studio. Hi, Rosemary. Hi. How are
15: you? Hi, we're doing well.
1: Excellent. So I bring that up because uh, there's an event that is encouraging uh, foster parenting, and you guys at NBC10 are behind this whole thing.
15: Yeah, absolutely. A foster care phone bank. It's this afternoon on NBC10 from 4 to 6.30, and then also on our sister station, Telemundo 62, from 5 to 6.30. So if you've ever thought about becoming a foster parent, it's an informational phone bank. Give us a call at 4 o'clock. The phones will go live then. So if you tune into NBC10, you'll get the number. Um, um, the mayor's going to be there to talk about the need for foster parents. In Philadelphia, there are 5,000 kids in the foster care system at any given time.
4: Wow. I mean, that's, you know, yeah. And uh, there's, uh, you know, there's so many potential uh, ways to help them. You know, I, I'm sure even if, if becoming a foster parent, uh, it just seems like such a natural thing, such a wonderful thing to help and, and do that but there are there other iterations, you know, if you're not going to be a full foster parent, other ways to help the program as well?
15: Yeah, you said it. So there's something called respite foster parenting, so it's exactly what it sounds like. Let's say you can give a weekend here okay. or there. I mean, you still have to go through the certification, but maybe you're giving a break to the full-time foster care parents. We also interviewed a woman the other day, we'll have her story later on this afternoon, who provides um, her house to foster care kids during um, during uh, spring and winter breaks. So kids who may have gone through the foster care program uh, who are now 18 and are in college and need a place to go and they come home. That's and, you know, great. There's, um, actually, there's something a friend of
2: mine did uh, like an emergency care. So uh, she would get like a lot of times when p- police would go in and do some sort of drug bust and, you know, arrest all of the people in the house and then they're stuck with these four kids yep. at four o'clock in the morning. Where do they go? Uh, so she would always have a bedroom or a few bedrooms open. It's wonderful. Yeah, they would go there. The kids would stay there until they were able to be placed somewhere. But I get questions all the time. About like you know what goes into it, and and you know I've I've thought about it for so long. I just don't know how to go about it. So this is perfect. Uh, you know if you watch NBC 10 uh, from four to six thirty, all you have to do is call the number, and they're going to be able to answer any questions. So if you've ever thought about it, uh, now's the perfect time to call and get those uh, questions answered.
15: That's right. This is in partnership with the Department of Human Services in Philadelphia, so they have a number of experts who are going to be on hand to literally take your questions. Starts at four o'clock this afternoon on NBC 10, goes until six thirty.
1: So, And I have a question actually for you, Kathy, because you did the foster program and then eventually became an adopted parent. Um, does that happen a lot that you know of in, in your... Um...
2: You know, what? it's tough to say. It depends on the situation, um, and a lot of situations can be difficult, and that's part of the advice and, and information that they'll give you, um, but you can go into it in a number of different ways. You can go into it uh, knowing that it'll probably just be temporary until, uh, you know, the family gets back on their feet and the child is be, you know can be reunited with their family, or you can go into something called foster to adopt, where you will uh, get a child who is, will likely uh, be be, go up for adoption. So okay. you can go into it either way.
1: Because I, I don't know much about fostering and, and I didn't realize that sometimes it's just people who need a, who need a, hand up, a, a leg up yeah. a, for the meantime right. while they try to get their life together to provide a uh, a good environment for the kids.
2: Yeah, so growing up, my parents always did this, which is one <laughs> of the reasons that I did it. Um, but we, my parents always did it knowing that the child was only going to stay with us for a short period of time. And you know, of course you get attached to these kids and, and it can be hard. So you have to be ready for that. Um, and you know, the the, the kids would stay with us, you know. Sometimes just a few weeks, sometimes a few months, and we also did the care where um, we would have a foster child come into the house for the summer when mm-hmm. they were off for school uh, and things like that.
4: Yeah. So, so there are, again, so that's cool. So there are different levels of of commitment whether you want to go, you know, full blown or, or just, uh, you know, in, there's 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 something to call about if you're interested, and they can give you all the information.
15: Yeah, absolutely. And again, we're talking about five thousand kids who are in the foster care system in Philadelphia at any given time. So there is a real need out there for people to step up.
2: By the way, I just jumped uh, almost out of my seat because something grazed against my leg, and I thought, I swear. Thought the alligator was around here? it was the here. alligator.
15: It was Dear my, God! It was my blanket that fell.
1: Rosemary, did you see Wally the alligator?
15: I did. Yeah. Uh, Kathy was like, if, if you don't mind, can you just walk around <laughs> our friend here? And I'm like, yeah.
1: <laughs> but as a TV reporter, you, I'm sure you see crazy yes. stuff like that all the time, right? All
15: the time. Things I can't even talk about Uh, right now <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> nice.
4: That's nice. good. No, trust me. We talk about it. Uh and
1: any stories or anything to mention about NBC10, or are you guys just um, business as usual? We got a
15: lot going on. Yeah. Um, let's see. What time is it right now? It is 920. I'm going to be on the air at 11 o'clock this morning. So okay. I anchor our Monday through Friday newscast at 11 with Vi Sikahema. Okay. So uh, I'll be on the air, and uh, i got to get out of here in a few minutes. Yes, All and right. you also
4: do weekends as well, too, occasionally, right? I
15: used to do weekends. Yeah. I just got promoted. There
4: you
3: Monday go. Friday.
15: I know. Five years of waking up between 2 and 3 on Saturday and Sunday morning. <laughs>
3: and you guys are in the new building?
15: We are. We're in the Comcast Technology Center. How is that? Uh, I, it's incredible. It's yeah. It's like literally, um, nothing you can imagine. What we, floor? We are on the 12th floor. That's okay. where our newsroom is. That's yeah. pretty awesome. It's great. Yeah. And, uh, and, I mean, the amenities in the building, I mean, I take the train into work, so I get right off at Suburban Station. I don't even have to walk outside. It's perfect.
6: Our buddy it's, Keith Jones is posting photos from the gym within inside that building and, uh, <laughs> oh my god. You... Anything
15: for Keith to post pictures, you know, <laughs> work, <laughs> working out. Yeah. 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 Is it
6: is it open to the public yet? Or So, there
15: are spaces. The lobby is open to the public. Um, mm-hmm. Vernick has a coffee bar uh, that's a little more than a coffee bar. Honestly, I mean, you can do lunch. You can do. We've had late food lunch. Come brought yeah. in. It's
3: pretty it's awesome. freaking awesome. Carrot cake. Yeah. They brought yeah. the carrot, yeah. carrot cake. Yeah, but
15: the gym is just for employees, and it's on the forty fourth floor. So the <laughs> the minimal membership fee that it is is worth it just for the views. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. All right. Cool. Well, interesting. All right. Once again, the times on uh, on the uh, event today.
15: NBC 10 4 to six thirty for this foster care phone bank, and that's when the phones will go live. So watch it for. You'll get the number. Give us a call. Telemundo sixty two five to six thirty.
1: Okay, excellent. Thank you, Rosemary. Thanks, Appreciate guys. It coming by, Rosemary Connors. I want to go ahead and uh, take a quick break. We're breaking. Nor- I got a doctor's appointment today. I got to get to. It. So we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a second. Uh, we do have the bizarre file stories on the way in just a little bit, and uh, more chances for you to win some Rita's Water Ice. Don't forget, it's free tomorrow, first day of spring. Oh God, I'm loving that. We'll be right back.
14: Fresh on the heels of their brand new single, Low High. Five years since their last studio release. Five years since they played Philly. WMMR is pleased to welcome the return of the Black Keys. Black Keys, live in concert. October 14th at Wells Fargo Center. Winfrey. All this week with Pierre. All MMR ticket winners qualify for a grand prize concert trip to sunny Sunrise, Florida and meet the band before the show. Oh. Tickets on sale this Friday at 10 a.m. Ticketmaster.com. The, the Black, Black Keys, Keys return. return this fall indoors at the Big Joint. Complete details and contest rules at wmmr.com. 933 wmmr. Everything that rocks.
1: Before we go to the Bizarre File, one little tidbit. I did see this. This is this is pretty nice. Uh so Sonic the uh the hamburger joint? Yes. They're adding what they call the uh Oreo real ice cream cookie sandwich to their menu. I did see this. It is made with two huge Oreo cookies and vanilla ice cream. How huge are we talking? That's a great <laughs> idea. I would imagine they're going to be as big as like a you know like a, a a large chocolate chip cookie and make that into I've I've never seen a large Oreo mm. like that before. Have
4: you guys ever? Mm. Alright. Compare them to Norma Stitz.
3: <laughs> oh, you know what? Yeah, I have seen these. <laughs> Wait, they're new. No, no. I've seen uh giant ice cream sandwiches like this. Uh Oreo,
1: a... Oreo cookie is what I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
3: Uh, and right. Oreo and Nutter Butter are in the same uh family, right? Nabisco Nutter butter. Yeah. They did that with nutter butters? Yeah, so there's a place oh. near me that does a uh ice cream sandwich uh Steakburger. steak burger so it is a chain where is this okay. place
1: um <laughs> where is
3: said place you speak of <laughs> it is on 320 in broomall <laughs> and uh and they have ice cream sandwiches ice cream Oice cream wait rita's
1: makes this rita's makes this well then what are we joined for yeah cuz rita's rita's came here uh today and but double check on that marissa they brought them here they brought here then oh, yeah. i
4: want them. when
1: I didn't know that. This is all new to me. I've, I've I know they do I've, I've blocked all this out.
4: We're celebrating the water ice today. but I didn't know that. Yeah. Maybe they're
7: in the green room and then they
4: start melting and they end up I in don't the
7: freezer know. by the time we get off air.
4: No, nah, and then stuff, then they get stolen from the freezer. Oh, it's <laughs> happened before. Trust me. By the way, you brought up Nutter
1: Butters. Mm-hmm. I forgot about Nutter Butters.
3: Yeah, they're damn good, aren't
4: they? As a kid, I absolutely they
1: were, I went through a phase where that was pretty much all I ate.
3: And yeah. you like ice cream, right? And Love custard and all. Okay, so yeah. you should come over sometime, right? Okay. Um, <laughs> and I'll take you to this place uh, because they have... I'm Mr. A... K- Mr. Casey here. <laughs> uh, all right, so yeah, so what you're looking at here in the studio is, is exactly what this other place has. Okay. It and it's right. delicious. And apparently oh.
1: Rita's makes these. It says, Rita's custard cookie sandwiches. How, I've,
4: how have I not... How has this gotten How'd past me? This? How do I miss this? Yeah. So you know, I was just saying, by the way, when Rita's was here, listen... I love the water ice. Mm-hmm. I definitely do, mm-hmm. but it's the custard that has my heart. Well, now, yeah,
3: I, yeah, I I like the the gelati. Yeah, that's my go-to. I, so, if you had
1: that, it's I just have. the custard and the the water ice. It's very good. I was I initially I was a naysayer, I was saying nay. Yeah. yeah,
3: always saying nay, nay, nay. nay. Yeah,
1: uh, and then I had it, and now that's all that I get when I go. Do down. you
3: have a? I mean, because the standard is whenever you go to Aritas. They're going to have cherry, right? That's always going to be on the menu, and so yes. that is that is my go-to. But if they me have a, a raspberry, not a blue raspberry, uh, a raspberry, a regular raspberry, you get a raspberry vanilla gelati. For mm-hmm. me, lemon. Lemon yeah. is the standard water ice flavor.
1: Uh, I like cherry so much, I don't know I've ever had any other flavor. <laughs> I just, I can't. It's so good. Not even lemon? No. Like now, I've had lemon ice before, but not at Rita's. I've never had... Okay. And and I've had lemon treats, mm-hmm.
6: if you will. They're delightful. <laughs> but, but I've never had lemon Rita's water ice So uh, may I go back to the Nutter Butter real you quick? May. I didn't know this until just now, but it was designed by the same person who designed the Oreo cookie. No this, kidding. This guy was a genius. Yes, he, is, he, he was. was.
3: William A. Turnier. Mm. You know what's, designed great? For both. what's mm. great about those Nutter Custard sandwiches? is they, it's Nutter Butter. Can I have some of your Nutter Custard?
2: <laughs> I don't know what a Can Nutter butter, butter
3: is. It's just a peanut butter flavored cookie. Yeah, it's that's peanut all. Butter oh, flavored I thought cookie we were talking
2: a, about an ice cream. With a peanut butter
3: flavored filling. Oh. Yeah, so, but they do have like a peanut butter on like the, um, I don't know if it's peanut butter or if it's like the peanut butter filling as well. Okay. But it is. But it's an ice cream? It's, so you have the custard. Yeah. You have the Nutter Butter cookie and then like peanut butter as well.
1: Oh, my God. I'm going
3: mm-hmm. go to oh my shoot. God, so I'm going to shoot. Oh
1: I'm going
4: <laughs> to shoot. that from River, uh, Yeah. <laughs> Anyhow. i a going to shoot. Right. Um, <laughs> Nutter Butters. <laughs> We need oh, to are, I got to get that clip. Yeah. Uh, shoot.
2: Those are delicious.
1: <laughs> oh, you saw, yeah. You know <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. Right, right good. talking
2: about.
1: I love them. Oh, okay. Uh, anyhow, you know, with all this chat, we should probably go ahead and give away that Rita's Water Ice gift card right mm-hmm. now. So we'll take caller number 12 at 215 First day of spring, and uh, you want to head out to Rita's and get a free cup of their delicious water ice. And for just a small charge, you can add some custard on top. <laughs> ha ha! So you can almost make it a gelati. It's what it says,
4: almost make it I never gelati. go to Rita's without not getting Even if I'm getting custard. the Isis, I'll get the custard. Yeah, yeah. All right. You get Isis? I get Isis. <laughs> no, yes, not that. I, do. <laughs> I not get uh, Italian Isis, a water Isis. No, I think he means uh, Isis, the, uh, the terrorist organization. The terrorist <laughs> organization. So, all
0: right, let's do the Bizarre File. Here we go. Now, bizarre. WMMR presents bizarre. Kristen and Steve's Bizarre, bizarre File.
1: All right, this morning brought to you by McGuff Bus Company. Do you have your New Jersey CDL and are you looking for a change? McGuff Bus Company offers guaranteed hours, health benefits, and a pay industry top dollar. Visit McGuffBusCompany.com
7: yeah!
1: for more information. Uh, it's important to remember that it is not really okay for humans to act like wild animals and six men in England. Appeared in court recently. The group, who are aged uh, 21 to 27, are accused of stripping naked in a train car, defecating, and then throwing their feces at each other. You
4: can't do that over there?
1: Not during a train ride. Uh, Some of the passengers got hit with the flying poop.
4: Mm. That uh, would ruin my
1: commute. uh, The incident happened in July as the men traveled between Bath Spa Station and Chippenham. And uh, they will be sentenced at a later date. I've it. actually been to the Bath Spa Station. Have you? Yes. Was anybody throwing poop around? No
7: poop. Oh, <laughs>
1: I would have stormed out in a huff. You were there on a good day. Uh, turned out, uh, turned from a nightmare to relief for one Colorado family who heard a crash in the night only to find a furry surprise. The family's guest thought that uh, someone had broken into the Breckenridge home when they heard the sound of broken glass. But when police arrived on the scene, it wasn't a burglary they discovered. It was an adult moose. The moose had been walking outside the house uh, when she fell into a window well early Uh, Friday morning. She crashed through the window into the home's basement, waking up the family and their guests inside. Uh, The moose did not suffer any major injuries and was able to walk around before finding herself a nice place to rest in one of the rooms of the home kind of looks adorable, though. They would uh, kill you in a second. Uh, video shows... Just look up moose. Video shows... <laughs> <laughs> that, See chocolate. That the moose made it. There's a moose drop. I wanted Casey to play it. and I, I don't know if you can find it. Where not. is it? Uh, video shows that the moose made a... A bit of a mess during her visit, but was calm when Colorado Parks and Wildlife officers off, arrived at the scene. Uh, they tranquilized the moose so that they could move her through the home's tight stairwell. So they ended up... Uh, Getting the moose out of there. All right, never mind.
4: By the way, in all candor, those were elk sound effects. Uh, oh, they those were? were? Yes, yeah, yeah, they I'm, were. I'm sorry if anyone was misled. I That's
3: a moose. That's a, That's a bear. bear. It says moose. <laughs> it's...
1: <laughs> it's a war. They're fighting. <laughs> I have another moose story. Can you look up Forget About the Moose? <laughs> what is that from? Back? It's from the movie Arthur. It's Arthur. just a dumb well, yeah, clip.
3: Probably under Arthur, then. That
1: says, Why Arthur. don't you forget about the moose? See moose. And on occasion, <laughs> I have a moose story, and I thought it would kind of be funny. <laughs> and.
4: All right, that's cool. Why don't you, you look under. Up. I
3: got you, Look bro. under
4: Peter Cook. Okay. Why don't you forget the moose? Thank you.
1: For a moment. All right. <laughs> 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 that that would have worked perfectly. A terrified Russian man has been filmed scaring off a moose. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? By hurling a cat at the animal. Uh, residents panicked when an inquisitive young wild moose suddenly, <laughs> suddenly walked into the Russian city from the forest. Uh, the scared animal had lost its mother and went on a rampage, denting cars and charging around children's playgrounds. People tried in vain to scare away the large calf by throwing snowballs and shouting, but as the moose approached one apartment block, watched by a crowd of jeering people, the man suddenly threw his cat at the moose, and the wild animal left. Uh, there was it out- worked? There, yeah, apparently it worked. Uh, there was outrage on social media over the barbaric act. The distraught moose collided with the car as it fled with uh, people chasing it. Uh, Get out of
4: town, moose!
1: It was uh, later caught, loaded into a vehicle, and driven to the outskirts, and then returned. Ah,
4: ha, ha. Pussy moose run from cat. Why don't you forget the moose the forget. for a moment? Yes. All right, 80. it's a clip from Arthur.
1: Yes, it is. <laughs> I a recognize nice movie. All right, uh, let's see. I like this story. Uh, achievements mean various things to various people. For example, the town of in Germany. That's where they have the annual moose hunt. Accidentally ordered two truckloads of toilet paper in 2006, and it was enough for the entire town of only 4,000 people to use for 12 years. Wow. And they just finished it. What? May I suggest Mm -hmm. that they are all bidet users? Uh, An official there says that uh, they were able to save over $1,100 as the price of wood increased after their accidental purchase.
4: So... They they can't be heavy waters. Uh what do you mean? I mean that's you know, if you're Yeah. Oh heavy water.
1: Yeah. Mean yeah. Waters. yeah. Uh the town has already placed the next bulk order of toilet paper, though it didn't order quite as much this hmm. time.
3: <laughs> Why
0: don't you forget the moose Thank you. for a moment. It did. <laughs>
6: Heard it's keep that
1: one. <laughs>
4: well, we had to make it worthwhile yeah, after totally. all that set up. Yeah, now uh, the moose oh. is in every story. And
1: now, one <laughs> last story. Bucket list items often, awful, often include uh, traveling someplace beautiful or trying out a crazy hobby, but. Perhaps seeing a moose in the wild. Why don't
0: you forget the moose for a moment? <laughs> <Perhaps>. But 140. <laughs>
1: 104-year-old Anne Brokenbough just wanted to be... How old? Uh, 104. Yeah. She wanted to be arrested.
10: I want to be arrested (laughs) and thrown into a cell with a living moose.
0: (laughs) Why don't
1: you
10: forget the
1: moose for a moment? Living in a nursing home (laughs) in Bristol, England, she wrote, My wish is to be arrested. I'm 104, and I've never been on the wrong side of the
0: law. Last week
4: they brought an
1: alligator in
10: (laughs) here. This week I want a moose.
0: Why don't you forget the moose for a moment?
1: Local police were happy to grant her wish, and she is scheduled to be taken into custody sometime this week. Sometime this week? Yeah. The woman's 104, man. Do it, do it now. She needs to get her wish. All right, and there you go. That's what I have for you in the Bizarre File this morning. All right, let's take a break. Coming back in a moment, lesson question is on the way, as well as trash and music news, so make sure that you stay close. And also, don't forget today's Tattoos Day. Chance for you to win a tattoo from Philadelphia eddies a Preston and Steve tattoo, $350 worth. Text the word tattoo to 39333, and you just might win. We'll be back in a moment.
0: Now, more with Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR.
1: We are celebrating a Tuesday morning, because why the hell not? And you know what we celebrated with? A special little super-duper secret thing. Yeah. And I'm going to go to Joey on the phone lines and see if he caught it. Hi, Joey, good morning. Yeah. Why are you calling in, Joey? What do we call that? Man, I have not heard a secret sounder in forever. You are yeah.
7: correct, my man.
1: Secret sounder, Joey. We don't advertise it. We just, every once in a great, great while, we'll play some sound effect in the middle of a song on a Tuesday morning, and we'll take the first caller in that picks up on that and give him a prize. And for you, Joey, a $25 Rita's Water Ice gift card. How about that?
12: Awesome. I love it. Just in time, man. Kids going to love that.
1: All right, buddy. Hang on the line. We'll get your information. Congratulations to you. Don't forget that uh, tomorrow's the first day of spring. You stop by your local Rita's and get a free Watcher Ice, all of the locations. And uh, thank you to Leslie uh, from uh, Ellisburg Circle and Morristown Mall locations of Rita's for coming by this morning and bringing our goodies.
3: Uh, Preston, you were talking about this artist, I believe, off air a little bit earlier on today. But do you know who this is? Mm. They use it as winning music from time to time.
1: And I was talking about this artist today? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we mentioned uh, Miley Cyrus earlier. Is that her? Our... Not
3: Miley. we No, I don't. I this no is Zach Brown. Get out of here. Yeah.
1: Country artist. Country artist. Oh, we were talking off air about Yeah, it. yeah. Okay, i, I on the air. Um, wow.
3: So as you do some pop. <laughs> He does some yeah. pop music too. I guess you know he's just a fan of music and okay. just wants to you know obviously uh, you me what, no, his huh? core sound is country, but uh, he's like you know what, I'm just going to do a fun little track here all and right.
1: yeah, that's cool. Yeah. It's like you know you know my daughter's really into is Twenty One Pilots and they're they are uh, texturally kind of all over the map. They now. are. Yep. Uh, they do some rock flavored stuff. They do some hip hop type things, straight down the middle pop stuff. Yeah. Uh, I think it's cool that she is, is into that uh, that you know mashup of uh of sonic uh influences. exploration so, yeah it's pretty cool so all right well thank you for playing it for mm-hmm. me Thanks. i didn't yeah. know that it was zach brown all <laughs> right we're gonna <laughs>
7: that
1: guy likes it zach brown we're gonna do today's lesson question and give away a pair of tickets to see nick offerman at uh the met on november 2nd and the question Ooh, okay let's see Let's see if you're paying attention to this one. A Long Island woman was sucked into a grave in a cemetery. Who was she getting rolls for later today? <laughs> wow, that's a tough one. It's a good one, though. It's a name that Steve threw out there. A Long Island woman was sucked into a grave in a cemetery. Who was she getting rolls uh, for later on today? 215 263 WMMR. Let's see if you know that he was doing a thing at the house. <laughs> We'll see if you know the answer, and we're going to do the trash while you're calling in. The
10: trash
0: business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash.
1: Brought to you by the LLS Big Climb Philly. You can join Nick and Team Luke on April 13th for the LLS Big Climb Philly. Uh, Team Luke is going to climb 47 floors to the top of the FMC Tower to help find a cure to cancer. Join Team Luke or donate at bigclimbphilly.org. What's going on? this morning Steve
4: well Chloe Kardashian defending Tristan Thompson on social media yesterday saying that despite his chronic cheating he is actually a good father Chloe says the trick is catching him when he's not Apple watch deep in a stripper oh my god <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. It's a good wow. description. <laughs> Bill Whitfield, a former bodyguard of Michael Jackson's, claiming the king of pop was sexually attracted to women, saying they talked about women all the time. Whitfield says he contended that the hottest women came from Sweden, while Michael always thought they came from Cub Scout troops. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. And finally, a high school friend of Lori Laughlin's daughter, Olivia Jade, saying she was amazed when Laughlin got into a demanding school like USC. Harlow Brooks says she once saw Olivia have trouble figuring out how to use a cafeteria tray. <laughs> 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 All
1: right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this. A Long Island woman was sucked into a grave in a cemetery. Who was she getting rolls for later on that day? And I'm going to go to Charles. Hey, Charles! Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. All right, who is she getting uh, rolls for later that day? Sonny. Sonny, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Charles, hang on. We got a pair of tickets for you to see Mr. Nick Offerman at the Met. November 2nd, tickets go on sale Friday at noon via
0: Ticketmaster.com and TheMetPhilly.com. Let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on three three. WMMR.
1: Brought to you by Dunkin'. Fuel your day with iced coffee from Dunkin'. Dunkin' now has $2 medium iced coffee all day long. America Runs on Dunkin' excludes cold brew. Participation may vary. Limited time offer. Slipknot has officially parted ways with percussionist Chris Fain. Just days after it was reported that he filed a lawsuit against his bandmates in which he claimed that he hasn't been properly compensated for his years of touring and recording with the group. The band said in the statement Slipknot's focus is on making album number six in our upcoming shows around the world. Our best ever Chris knows why he is no longer a part of Slipknot. We're disappointed that he chose to point fingers and manufacture claims rather than doing what was necessary to continue to be a part of Slipknot. We would have
4: preferred he not take the path that he has, but evolution in all things is a necessary part of this life. You don't bring a lawsuit like that unless you're prepared to be thrown out of the band. Yeah. I mean, and and they said that he would often cry so much that his metal helmet would rest. Oh, my God. Poor
1: thing. Uh, Finn complained in—I'm sorry, claimed in his lawsuit that he had been told that all the band's income was being funneled through one company that split the profits between the group members— but uh-huh. he alleged that he recently discovered the existence of several other slipknot related business entities through which other members were collecting more
4: money, you're saying smaller knots, smaller knots. Yeah, offshore well, uh, knots.
1: Uh Ben specifically accused band leaders Sean Crahan and Corey Taylor of shady business de- dealings and demanded a full forensic accounting done on Slipknot's companies and assets so that he could collect the damages and profits he believes he is owed. Uh, Taylor does accusations via Twitter on Monday saying, Try being wrongfully accused of stealing money from someone you cared about and having a lot of your fans believe it. Uh, uh, Fane, known for wearing the Pinocchio-style mask, has been performing with Slipknot since 1998. Participated in all the band's albums, so he's been there for a long time.
4: To be honest, I think that should have been the look of Pinocchio all along. Well, Metallica will team up with the San Francisco
1: Symphony. On September 6th, to open the new Chase Center in San Francisco, the Classical Orchestra and Rock and Roll Hall of Famers will be the first acts to perform in the new 18,064 seat arena, which will serve as home to the Golden State Warriors in the fall. Uh, the pairing was announced on Monday at a press conference hosted just outside of the venue and attended by Lars Ulrich and James Hetfield, also San Francisco Symphony Music Director Michael Tilson Thomas, Warriors owner and CEO Joe Jacob. Warriors president and chief operating officer Rick Welts and San Francisco Mayor London Breed. So it was a big deal. Everybody was there. That's very cool. Uh, Speaking about what it's like to perform on stage with an orchestra, Hetfield said at the press conference, "There's more people on stage, and there's actually real musicians on stage, and we're a lot more nervous. But it adds to the power. It adds the opportunities for dynamics, for creating moods with the music." Bringing people in, walls of sound, all kinds of great opportunities added by having a symphony along with you, along for the ride. I
6: that was, like that guy. That was yep. a great live album. They, uh, there there's a hero of the day cover on there, and uh, it was just really complemented well by the by the symphony orchestra.
4: Yep. What other What other songs? It was all Metallica songs. It was all, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, but it was understand. just backed
6: by the symphony. Okay. And, and so it was a rocking symphony performance with Metallica sort of leading them. And it, they complemented each other really well. And, and I didn't expect that, but I really enjoyed it. Tickets
1: go on sale 10 a.m. Friday at ChaseCenter.com. Jack White penned a tribute to Dick Dale following the legendary Sir guitarist's death on Saturday at the age of 81. Like a generation of guitarists before him, <clears throat> White was inspired by Dale's pioneering style. Writing, I spent many moments learning his massive reverb guitar licks in my bedroom and still enjoy playing his song Nitro whenever I can. Sadly, I never got to meet him. A unique innovator of the guitar with pick-melting style and swagger for miles. I can remember traveling up to Pontiac from Detroit by myself to watch him play when I was 16. (laughs) Wow. That upside-down gold sparkle Fender of his needs to be hung up someplace special. Dick Dale, king of surf guitar. Uh, Other artists paid tribute to Dale on social media, including Slash, Joe Satriani, uh, drummer Matt Sorum, Brian May, and Stevie Van Zandt. So
3: he played like Hendrix, upside down, left-handed? Maybe so. Okay. Uh, Yeah, there's a picture of him. Yeah, I didn't
1: know he was a lefty, but that's the way he did it. Case, you're right. Blink-182 bassist and singer Mark Hoppus was asked in an interview with Pedestrian about the band's current relationship with former guitarist Tom DeLonge, who left the fold in 2015 to pursue his research into UFOs and the paranormal. Hoppus said, I think that Tom's really happy doing his thing, And we're happy doing our thing, and there's no hard feelings, there's no animosity or bad blood there. It's just like I said, he's doing his stuff, and we're doing ours. Ah! Hop Hop has confirmed that he has not spoken with DeLong in the last three years, Mm. uh, adding he's dedicated so much of his life to UFOs and so much time and energy researching things and listening to people speak. And talking about it himself, that it would seem like a total bummer if he didn't get a chance to fly into outer space and see for himself. (laughs) It would be kind of
4: cool. If Um, he got, I mean, honestly, he's he's so passionate about it. If 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 aliens are monitoring this transmission. (laughs) Please see if you can help him out. Blink is currently
1: uh, recording its eighth studio album. Are you speaking
6: directly to the alien? I am. Okay.
4: I- I'm assuming that they have the ability to monitor all over the Earth's communications. If we learn mm-hmm. nothing from yes. the Sci Fi Channel, <laughs> they possess that ability. Yeah.
3: Remember in Man of Steel? Like a, you absolutely. Know,
1: yeah. Uh, uh, Zod. I know to you everywhere. can hear me. Yeah.
3: And yeah, he spoke to everybody. Oh yeah, yeah. Think about it. They made it all the way here. <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. I yeah. think they can hear. How are we going
1: to talk to him? <laughs> And then one last story. You got the radios. Marilyn Manson uh, took to Instagram this weekend to declare that he has nearly finished working on his eleventh studio album, which he has been recording at the studio of Outlaw Country musician Shooter Jennings pair previously collaborated on a David Bowie cover in 2016.
4: I'm Shooter Janice. Nice to meet you, Mr. Bainson.
1: Uh, the follow-up to 2017's Heaven Upside Down is due out later this year, possibly around the time that Manson hits a road Rob Zombie on a new Twins of Evil co-headlining run that begins July 9th in Baltimore. That's what I have for you this morning. Oh, it was good. In music news. We'll take one more break. We're going to come back in a sec, in a second, get the letter of the day for a very cool trip for Word of the Week prize. And I'll find out what Pierre is going on. We're wrapping just a smidge early. i got to get to a doctor appointment. So, you know, we'll be right back with it. Stay with us.
0: The Preston and Steve Show WMMR. Like the podcast, you'll also love it live when you can call in. Weekdays from 6 a.m. to about 10.30 a.m. on the radio at 93.3 WMMR. Or stream the show live via MMR's mobile app.
1: I would like to congratulate our winner. Today is Tattoos Day, and we did indeed grab a texter who's going to go get a shiny new Preston and Steve Tattoo at Philadelphia Eddie's Tattoo, and it is William Gilbo.
5: Gilbo. Gilbo.
7: Gilbo.
1: Gilbo. That is from uh, Burlington City, New Jersey. And uh, William Gilbo. Gilbo. Billy Gilbo. Billy Gilbo. Mm, oh, does oh. that sound better? Yeah. yeah. Name's Billy Gilbo. Uh, <laughs> is going to get this uh, tattoo, and uh, they are located at 621 South 4th Street in South Philly. You can get tattooed by the area's top. Tattoo artists like Troy Temple. And you can see his work on Instagram at Troy Temple or Philadelphia at his tattoo.com. So, so congratulations. Big
14: dildo.
1: Okay, dildo works too. Yeah, like he didn't get William Dildo growing up. His whole life. And now it's on the radio oh. and his co workers. We have all. William, I'm sorry. Yeah. Bilbo right. and Dildo,
4: but you're getting free tattoo. You're getting a free tattoo. In
1: fact, why don't you get that on there? Why don't you get why don't you get William Dildo tattooed on you? Oh courtesy of and Steve. Not... Thank you to Rita's Water Ice for yes. being here this morning and uh Elise and company who came by to uh bring us that fantastic uh display or array, I should say, of uh, various Rita's water ices and don't forget you get free Rita's Water Ice tomorrow. Uh, so stop by any location. You'll be able to do that. Thank you also to uh, Joey Henny who came yes. by. His stepson, Chris. And Wally, the only emotional support alligator in the world. And it
12: was licensed. so cool.
4: Yes. It was so cool. It really was. I mean, I, you yeah. got to hold him. I was ready to do a, uh, wait, i doing a live read. Yep. Uh, but you were able to hug him? How was yeah. that? It was actually kind of comforting. <laughs> uh,
1: his nails are a little bit, you know. They're, no. they're, they're long, yeah. and they can dig into you a little bit, oh. but the way he contoured to your body, it felt like a you know an awesome, I don't know, pillow or something like that. When he, uh, though, whipped his tail
4: around, yeah. you see how strong oh, that yeah. tail is. Yep, most oh, Wait definitely. a minute.
5: <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute, <laughs> yeah? You're hugging him, and then he could just eat you. Well, what's no. keeping him from eating you? He wasn't big enough to eat yeah. me, but... He could have uh, bit, listen, but he, he, how long? How, how long was he?
4: Uh, Five feet. Yeah, he weighed about... Five feet, 60 pounds. That's 60 pounds, It's like human yeah. length. But, but a, number of the, the, a couple of those feet are the, the tail. Yeah, the tail,
5: which yeah. is real thin at the end, so... Okay, but um, I mean, how big is his jaws and the teeth
4: um, and all that? There's his, a picture of him.
1: Yeah, the length of his mouth is about this long, Pierre.
4: Holy
5: yeah. blank. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and you know, well, he's got mm. a nice little bow tie on or something, but I mean, what... But, he has it's no a harness. Smile. It's a harness, yeah. Oh.
1: He, right. he was actually, he was very docile, he, and yes. the, the way uh, Joey was a super nice guy was telling us all about how affectionate he is and his way of communicating. Yeah. and could
4: kill you. It
1: was really cool.
4: He <laughs> could bite your head off at any moment. <sighs> if you had a very tiny head.
1: Yeah. Okay. But it was was cool to have him in here. And thank you to Rosemary Connors, NBC10. Yep. Uh, Today, from 4 to 6.30, they have the Foster Care Phone Bank event that is taking place. So if you're interested in providing foster care, you have any questions at all, make sure you get in touch with them because they can answer all of them for you. Uh, Pierre, you ready to get that letter, my yes. man?
0: All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93 3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
1: All right, and the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. A as in antenna. All right, we're getting closer. We got uh, a couple more, three more to go. And we have a trip for four to the premiere of WB Shazam on Thursday, March 20th, TLC Chinese Theater in Los Angeles. Shazam, Shazam
5: hits theaters on April 5th, by the way. Uh you know what you got in store for the program today? I do indeed. Cool. We'll have uh work uh well let's see, we'll have tickets for the black keys again. Uh, and that puts uh, someone in the running for a trip for two to Florida to meet the band. Um, the Black Keys shows in October. This meet and greet is in November. <laughs> it's incredible. incredible. ways away. Yeah, it's the way but it goes now. It's the way it goes now. And uh, workforce blocks that include Led Zeppelin and Ghost and Double Shot Tuesday. And you call it double shots for some of those. So it'll be fun.
1: Hey, excellent. Uh, let me thank our sponsors. President and Steve Show brought to you today by Acme, the official supermarket of the President and Steve Show. Also brought to you by Winter Airport Parking, the fastest way in and out of Philly International Airport. And, uh, cases doesn't look like the right one.
3: Oh, wait. Huh? Oh, my bad, my bad. Hang yeah,
1: on a I, gotta, I gotta make sure I thank the sponsors. They make oh. the show possible, friends. Uh, here we go, brought to you by Meineke, America's Choice for Auto Repair. Uh, tomorrow on the program, looking like we're pretty open. We're going to go live on Fox Good Day. Uh, tomorrow might be a good day to announce this thing that we're planning yes, on Yes, in
4: fact, we absolutely
1: should do yeah, it. Yeah, so we'll make sure that we have, we have something in store that we think is going to be a lot of fun. A multi-week so.
4: thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Uh, so we'll get you the details on all those good things. That's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we will see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye.
3: Preston and Steve, love you, Thank you, Live.
8: You know, I already had a bad enough day. Why the hell do I have
12: to get out of my car to move this stupid f- trash can? Because for some reason, you leave it in literally in the middle of the driveway. What the f-? next message? Good <laughs> f- morning. It is a beautiful Tuesday, and we are here mixing up f- dirt. Woo! I love my job.
14: Next message.
12: If you don't want me to pass you. Or
3: whatever. But don't f***ing sit there. Just f- speed up or let me get in there, if you f- The Preston and
0: Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks.
3: Brought to
5: you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell
7: them for less.